he made them pay for it. But J.D. had receivers running, running clear all night long, and he uh, just uh, was able to hit them. And lucky for us, he, he was. What, he passed for over 300 yards, I guess, in last week and had a great night. And those receivers did a good job catching the ball. Cam Thompson's really come on this year. Yeah, Cam Thomas. Thomas, yeah. yeah. Yep, he did a great job. And, uh, you know, he came up with some big plays when we really needed him. And, you know, the, so far this year, Coach says that any time he sees Cam uh, with single coverage, he's going to go to Cam because he's going to beat anybody one-on-one. And he certainly did that last Friday night over at Scottsboro. Now, you can look back on the uh, history of uh, Fort Payne High School and see a lot of players that just were basically average players until their senior year, and then something, just, that light came on, and they just became McElrath. McElrath kid, he was uh, like that. And then Cam, I didn't see a lot out of him last year. Of course, they had all those other guys. They didn't need to throw it to him last year. And so uh, he uh, had a big night last week, and we needed it. So now teams are starting to come back on the field, so we probably will get this thing started, maybe even on time. Well, hopefully so. Let's take a look real quickly while they get out on the field of the starting lineups for tonight's game. Let me see if I can round up the starting lineups for Southside. On defense for Southside, uh, linebacker will be Hayden Fry. He's 6'2", 210, a senior. Uh, outside linebacker and also safety, Spencer Sharp, 6'1", 191. Inside linebacker, number five, Hunter Seitz, 6'2". Boy, they got some height, yep. 185. Safety, number 10, Brooks Neesmith, 6'1", 165. Corner, Javon Jones, 6'1", 145. Outside linebacker, Maddox Parsons, 5'9", 170. And they have a lot of people, too. Uh, obviously, they can't play all of these. Got a lot to choose from. Corner, Dalman Hitchcock, 5'8", 155. Inside linebackers, Elijah Martin with Garrett Orr at deep on the line and also at defensive end, Jacob Gasky, and also on the line, Will Warwick. Defensive end, Carnell Davis, and at defensive end, John Gilbert. Also on the line, Mark Fuller and lineman Cordell Walls. So that's the defensive starters for the Southside Panthers. Now, on offense, their quarterback, so you'll be hearing his name a lot, and Larry mentioned his name a minute ago, Michael Rich. He's a senior, 6'5", 205, so he's about got that perfect size for a quarterback. At running back, Carnell Davis, a senior, 6'1", 195. Boy, we've seen tons of Davises at running back so far this year, Brett. Ever seems like every, every game there's a Davis at running back. We need to get us one of those, Ron. Yeah, we do. Uh, also back, Hayden Fry. He's a senior, 6'2", 210. Tied in, Hayden Robertson, a senior, 6'3". Cody Roberts at wide receiver, 5'11", sophomore. Also at wide receiver, Alden Battles. He's a senior, 6' tall. Wide receiver, Brody Johnson, a junior, 6'1". Left tackle, G uh, Gilbert, John Gilbert. He's 6'1", 240. Garrett Orr at left guard. He's a senior. Boy, they got all they have is seniors. Let's see, they got one, two sophomores. Everybody else is junior or senior. Jacob Strunk, he's the one of the sophomores, and he's their center. He's 5'10", 225. Right guard Tucker Pierce, 5'8", 205, and a 260-pound, 6'4-inch senior at right tackle, Will Warwick. So that's the starting lineups as the Wildcats and the Panthers come on to the field. We'll try to get the Fort Payne starting lineups, and we'll get the coin toss as soon as that's ready. I don't think we missed it somehow. 
But uh, we'll see who's going to receive and who's going to kick. 222 showing on the clock. And for Fort Payne, real quick, on five, it'll be Hunter Love as usual at running back, quarterback J.D. Blaylock, Sawyer Bird at tight end, Cam Thomas, Connor Cash, and Ledford at wide receiver, left tackle Riley Kuhn, Bronson Laney left guard, center Eli Frazier. He got nicked up a little bit last week. Uh, at right guard, Nathan Gentry and Logan Beard at right tackle. When Fort Payne's on defense, Heisman Brown. Defensive end, defensive tackles, uh, Dekai Goodman. Defensive tackle, Makai Maxwell. Defensive end, Darrell Prater. Will Green at linebacker. Devin Wells at linebacker, a leading tackler last week, actually. Also, Seth Williams at linebacker. Alex Aikens, linebacker. Cornerbacks are Darwin Camp, Caden Holbrook, and the free safety with an interception last week, Will Abbott. So some pretty stout starters there on defense. And, uh, Britt, as we said, Coach may say, has kind of said that that might be what kind of separates our team from the others. Everybody's got a lot of offense, but we may have just a little bit better defense. Yeah, that's a good thing, and it's also good. I noticed you said Frazier was back. I know last last week I understood Coach said that we were down to the third-string center. I, you know, it's, it's hard to remember who your third-string center is sometimes because you usually don't get to that point. But uh, uh, Fort Payne definitely has some good depth on defensively. Uh, Southside sounds like they're coming in here with a team, a very mature team. Well, Fort Payne looks like we'll be receiving the ball. They'll be going from our left to our right. And the Panthers are in their white jerseys with gray pants, white helmets. Fort Payne in their traditional home black jerseys with the gold pants and the black helmets. And like we said, not a whole lot of wind. It's kind of swirling around up high, but it doesn't look like there's much wind down on the field. The flag's relatively still. And Wildcat Band down in front of the scoreboard there right, and they place the ball down, and we're ready to get this one underway. And there's the whistle. And here we go. Another Friday night at Wildcat Stadium. Taken in around the 13-yard line on the far sideline, across the 20, and up to the 25-yard line, where it'll be first and 10 for Fort Payne. So we said coming out for the Cats will be J.D. Blaylock, quarterback, had done a fine job this season. And see Hunter in that backfield with J.D. Uh, Hunter Love in the backfield with J.D. Quite, quite a bit tonight, especially if they can get something going with that running game. And, J.D. is uh, a load to bring down, or make that Hunter. So J.D.'s going to turn, hand it to Hunter, just lowers his head, pushing forward. They're going to stop him after about a two-yard gain. It'll be second down and eight as they get the ball out to the 27-yard line. It's in between the 27 and 28-yard line. So it'll be second down and eight. Parsons made the tackle for... South side. A lot of time, Rogers, the formation causes them to jam up in the box, but uh, Fort Payne, uh, South side definitely loading the box up, trying to stop Hunter right off the bat. JD gets the handoff or hands off to Hunter again. He comes to the right side looking for some room. Going to pick up some good yards, but he's going to be about, looks like a yard shy of the first down. So Fort Payne looking today. Third down and one. Pretty good odds that we might see Hunter with a third consecutive carry. J.D. under center, going to turn, going to hand to Hunter. Stopped up up the middle. He's going to be hit and dropped short of the first down. No gain on the play. It's going to be a fourth and one for the Cats here on their opening drive. 
That time he might have wasted a little bit too much time trying to find a hole, Brett, and by that time they conversed on him and brought him down short. But we're going to go for it on fourth, and about a half yard is J.D.'s under center. Runner goes in motion to the far side is Thomas. Now we're going to step out and look back over to the sidelines. Look for that hard count a minute ago. Thought we might draw him off, but let's see. We're still going to go. We're going to turn. Hand it to Hunter. Goes left. Has an opening across down near the 40-yard line. Going to cross the 40 to the 35-yard, 45-yard line. And finally tackled at the 48-yard line. So that's the first time we'd ran to the left side. And Hunter picked up a lot of yards. Saw a lot of room. How many? So on the 48-yard line now, Fort Payne first and 10, just underway. Fort Payne late getting the player out onto the field. Still plenty of time on the game clock, though, or the play clock. J.D. back in shotgun, looks, looks, throws, has a receiver and throws it behind him out near the 40-yard line of the Panthers. Cam had just camped out right there and was waiting on it, but it was well behind him, Brett, and he couldn't come back and make the grab. Yeah, and again, you can see the secondary. Uh, we hadn't thrown it a lot to this side. Uh, I think Mark has caught a few passes. I'm not two or three passes, but they're seven, eight, ten yards off the ball here. A good a little hot route right here just to, uh, would be work really good. And see, they're going to hand it off to Hunter. Hunter finding room down the side along the line of scrimmage. Never got a big opening, but he's going to pick up about – well, it looks like uh, into their territory at the 49-yard line. So a pickup of three, it'll be third down and seven. Robertson made the tackle for south side. Fort Payne will get Marcus Ledford out back to the sideline. And Cam Thomas is, along with Sawyer, split to the near side. Third down and long again, third and six, almost seven. And they're going to hand it off and nothing there. They gave it to Caden Dubose, hoping the changeup and the speed of Dubose might fool him. Instead, he's going to lose back to the original line of scrimmage, where it'll be fourth down and 10. So they were in the backfield on top of Caden quickly. Still a little surprising we're not going, you know, to uh, Bird out here on the wing. We got a, looks like defensive back's probably 5'8 or 5'9. He's probably 12, 13 yards off the ball. Alex? Scoops it all the ground, puts up a kick. This one kind of a wobbly. They come up on it, almost hit a south side player. Gets a great bounce, and Fort Payne's going to kill it at the two-yard line. So, wow, south side will have to start at their own two-yard line. Kicking game so important, and, and Alex has done such a good job this year of, of, of keeping them backed up. Had, had several times. Had really, what do you have, a 70 or 80-yard punt with a roll? Well, I, I can't remember who. It might have been Etowah, but uh, – at any rate, really good punt. And uh, Fort Payne got a little personnel problems out there trying to get the right ones in. And basically, the whole defense is going to have to hurry and get out there, and they're going to be caught. South side's sped up. They were really out of sync there. I don't know what was happening. Fort Payne finally got the timeout, and with 8.25 to go, no score. We'll be back in one minute. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. 
Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. Well, we're back, and Fort Payne has to call timeout as it's first and ten for Southside on their own two-yard line, but Fort Payne got the timeout, and now they're going to take the center, going to hand off, running back, slanting off to the right. Fort Payne's on top of him, and I don't think there'll be any gain. It's going to be no gain on the play. They might mark it at the three, so a gain of about a half yard. So we'll, we'll still say go second down and 10, and Heisman Brown made the stop for Fort Payne. Looks like Fort Payne's trying to play, get full advantage of this field position Southside's got. I know Hunter's in that outside linebacker. Oh, he's on this outside. This Well, he looks like middle now, maybe this side. But uh. And they're going to throw this time as a receiver there. Makes a grab, a good catch. Oh, they're going to say incomplete. Wow. Good job by Fort Payne. They covered him well. Looked like he had the reception, and he knocked it out of his hands. At the last minute, was that who was that? Cam, Tom, it was Cam. Cam. Yeah, it knocked it loose. Boy, that looked like a pretty play for Southside. Now it's going to be third down and ten from their own three-yard line. Southside gets hit. Their receiver isolated out there with Cam, kind of what we did with Scottsboro last week, and they took the chance. They they knew we had the big guys in uh, on the run, so they go with a pass. Again, quarterback is rich. He's in the end zone. Again, wants to throw. Being flushed, going to throw across the middle. Again, there was a receiver there, but couldn't hold on to it. Tried to get it to Alden Battles, and he really hit him on the shoulder pads. But there's also a lucky dude that it wasn't intercepted. There's about three cats standing right there when it hit the ground. So now they're going to have to punt from deep, and well, back in the back of their own end zone, basically. So Fort Payne with Cam back at just outside the 40-yard line should – get great field position for this drive. Let's see if maybe come after this. Well, maybe they're going to set up the return, though, for field position. No pressure. He gets it away. Line drive going to take a hop or two and go into the right, and they're just going to have to let it run out of bounds, I believe, over on the far side, right at the 50-yard line. So I guess you could say for south side, not bad. 47-yard punt, and Fort Payne will take over right uh, at midfield for their second opportunity of the night. First time didn't have such great luck. And we'll see what the Cats do this time. I believe we'll see some adjustment on offense uh, from what we saw during that first possession. Again, Hunter Love deep in the backfield, going to turn, hand to him on the slant, and he runs right into a bunch of tacklers. Nothing there. Matter of fact, it's going to lose about three yards. Absolutely no blocking that time, which is an oddity for Fort Payne. Usually that line, especially right there in the middle, has good blocking. About a three-yard loss. It'll be second down 13. Again, Hunter, the lone setback. J.D. takes, fakes, rolls right, looks, trying to see right. someone there. Nothing's open. He's going to keep it across the 50 to the 45 to the 44-yard line. He's going to be about three yards shore, maybe four yards shy of the first down. I think he was looking, Brett, for somebody to come open. When they didn't, he was fortunate to be able to get that much yardage. Yeah, he did a good job. He pulled it down at the right time, just a bootleg fake to Hunter on that left side, which is great, and it pulled all those linebackers, but really good play call. So third down and four, throws it to Cam off his fingertips. He would have been right at the first down marker, but it goes incomplete. They hit him right as soon as the ball touched his fingertips. 
Let's see if we'll go for a field goal. I don't know. I believe we might with fourth and four at their 44. We may go for this. They're still looking over the sideline. No sign of anybody coming in. And they're going to do that formation with Cam set way back about 15 yards off the line of scrimmage. Here we go. Going to hand it to Hunter. Hunter's going to burst up the middle. Hunter spins. Got the first down down to the 37. Well, they used Cam for a decoy that time. And Cam able to spin and pick up a Fort Payne first down. That formation, that, that was a really, really, really good good play call in the formation because it had them completely thrown off. They'd seen us run that, but uh, not coming to Hunter with that, going to Cam on the pass, but uh, great pickup. Fort Payne trying to pick up the speed of play a little bit now. Send in motion, number three has it, then they're faking it back to Hunter, and Hunter's going to get maybe a couple down to the 35. They sent number three in motion, and like they were going to hand off on a sweep to him, but they come back the other way and pick up of about two. So second down and eight. I give him three on that one. He got a little more than I thought. So second down, seven to go. We're at 537 first quarter, no score. Fort Payne with their second drive. And this time he's going to keep it, does J.D., pushes forward. Not a lot there. Might have got a yard out of it down to the 33-yard line. It'll be third down now and six. Another good play call. I, I like anything misdirection when you're faking the hunter. I just feel like you're probably inches from breaking one when you run that play uh, as much as we carry, uh, as much as Hunter carries the ball. Sawyer's to the near side. J.D. looks back, wants to hit him, has Sawyer on the sideline. He steps out of bounds. Looks like he's... Right at the first down. Got it for about a yard. So for Fort Payne with another first down as we're moving the ball downfield now. Saw your big target out there. This time he'll go to the, well, that's Cam they're sending to the far side. Runner goes in motion, Cash, going to fake it to him, comes back to Hunter. Hunter just lowers his head and does his thing down to about the 21-yard line. Gain of four, it'll be second down and six. They've had pretty much handled Hunter so far other than the one big run. Uh, you know, he's getting his yardage, but they're been in bits and pieces. Yeah, they've got they've got a good front up front guys, and they've got some good size there. And, of course, they're keying on Hunter this deep in the season they can really get a good game plan again going to hand it to him he runs right into somebody and spins but by that time the rest of the defense have caught up to him and going to knock him down back at the 23 yard line a loss of two again maybe the 24 let's see where they finally put it at the 23 so a loss of two mcbride made the tackle for south side so another third and long boy how many of those third and longs have we had J.D. again and drops back, looks, throws again, bite it into the air, and it'll fall incomplete. And now we may see the field goal unit come in. Fort Payne, yep, we'll send in Alex McPherson. And let's see, they'll place the ball down. It's on the 23. We'll put it down right on the 30, so a 40-yard field goal from Alex McPherson out of the hold of J.D. J.D. Blaylock.
Players are set. Good snap. Hold is good. Kick is up. It's plenty long enough, and it is good. So with 3.54 to go in the first quarter of play, a 40-yard field goal gives Fort Payne to three to nothing lead. Britt, you're going to have to think Coach is uh, not exactly happy about really the way the Cats, I know they went down the field and got the field goal, but Coach is not going to be real happy about our blocking so far. Well, I think Southside's doing a really good job, and probably uh, man for man, they're probably as good a team as we've played up front. It, so far they are anyway, but uh, uh, I, I see them to mix it up some more. I, I'm, they're slowly, uh, you know, passing and, and spreading the wealth just a little bit in different places, but uh, J.D. had that, unfortunately, had that last pass knocked down. But we're def definitely going to have to throw the ball and give them some different looks because Hunter's not going to carry it all night against this Southside defense. And so far, that's been pretty much what we've been relying on has been Hunter's carrying of the ball. We hadn't been, you know, hadn't done a whole lot of uh, touches for other players so far, especially with the running game. Yeah. So Alex will place it down at the 40 and put a toe in this and hitting it toward Lookout Mountain. Line drive well into the end zone and out of the end zone over into the pole vault pit. And it'll bring them out to the 20-yard line. Southside will have their second chance on offense. Again, Michael Rich is the senior quarterback. Carnell Davis, the main featured running back in the backfield. A senior also in the backfield, Hayden Fry, also a senior. Rich looks, rolls right, wants to throw, throws at the last minute and has a receiver at the 25 and making the grab as he goes to the knee was number three, Hayden Fry. Pick up a five. Well, I tell you, Roger, if it stays, if, if this weather stays dry, uh, we're going to, you know, we'll have our work cut out all night with his ability to throw also. Second down and five for Southside after the gain of five on the Fry catch. And they're going to hand off to Davis on the near side, sweeping this way. Going to have the first down as he stumbles across the 35 to the 37-yard line. Gain of about seven, and he picks up the first down, so it'll be first down south side. At the 37-yard line of south side. Clock down to three minutes here in the first quarter with Fort Payne leading three to nothing. Rich again slings one across the middle and right, but I don't know what happened to Fort Payne's defense. He makes the grab and goes all the way into Fort Payne territory down to the 47-yard line. The guy that was covering him just was kind of lost out there on that particular play. <laughs> the ball went right by him. He can sling that ball. Yeah, he can. Just a, just a quick slant, and he's, uh, again, he's as I say, he's very comfortable. He's going to be uh, hard to deal with the rest of the night if it stays dry. Rich hands to Davis. Davis lowers his head, pushes forward. Gets a little push there at the end on to the 41-yard line. Gain of six. It'll be second down and four. This time Southside looking much more in sync. And it's showing it as they have a second down and four to Fort Payne 41. Rich with a high snap, hints to Davis. Davis again looking for openings, going to have his first down inside the 35, down to the 33-yard line. 
You know, Roger, that's a good point. In that first possession, Scotts, uh, Scottsburg, Southside, their, their field position was so poor, they had to be very cautious yep. in what they did. And that now that they're in open field, you can kind of see what their, what their intentions are. They have it first and 10 at the Fort Payne 33, and now under two minutes in the first quarter. Again, going to hand to Davis, and he's going to push forward down to the 25, 24, and maybe they're going to give him the 23. They've been on pretty good many good running backs in this neck of the woods by the name of Carnell, hadn't they? Yeah, uh, Coach Elmore said that made him a little nervous, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Etowah County, or, or yeah. that area at any rate. So first and 10 from the 23. Rich has got people on top of him. He's just going to try to get all he can back to the 23. So no gain on the play. It'll be second and 10 as Will Green made the tackle for Fort Payne. Well, you get a quarterback with this, this ability and you get the receivers running a full route and not going halfway in. You know, and it carries all those corners. Everybody has to honor everybody, and it's, it's taking that secondary off into space, and the linebackers are trying to honor what they've got to honor, and then it's opening up the running game. So uh, it's uh, very hard to defend. Rich again in the shotgun with Davis to his right. Rich looks, throws and out to the near side, and it's going to be complete to number one out there to wide receiver Cody Roberts. Let's see where they're going to mark it. Did he get Yep, looks like he's going to have the first down, isn't he? But there is a flag on the play. Let's see. I see it now over around the 25-yard line. Holding against south side. That'll back him up. He had the first down, I believe, on that catch. So it will be a penalty against the Panthers. Move it all the way back to the 29-yard line. We're, we're to be second down and 15. Rich again fakes it, looks, wants to throw, has a receiver open in that one. Good thing he threw it low because Fort Payne had a defensive player right there looking at it to make the interception. That was number 12 who watched it in the whole way, Alex Akins. If the ball had been thrown where it should have been, it would probably been picked off. I know that makes Coach Prater happy. That's a, that's just really good coverage all the way up. You look all the way across the field, and there was really no place to throw it. So the quarterback elects to throw it low just to the nearest receiver, and uh, Fort Payne uh, well defended. Third and 15. Rich again hits his little out to the right side, but Fort Payne's all over it. May have gotten a yard, and that'll be it. So it's going to be fourth down now as the clock's inside 30 seconds to go here in the first quarter. We know what we'd probably do here in this situation, but we don't know if they have an Alex McPherson or not. <laughs> probably not. I hadn't seen many of them. Nope. So they're going to go for it. Fourth and 14 from the Fort Payne. 28, Rich with the ball. Looks, throws across the middle, has receiver there, and it's dropped right in the zone, and the grab's made for the first down at the 10. Man, he throws a pretty ball, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, just a very catchable ball. He's got he's got velocity on it, but it just lays in there. There's not too much, and uh, he just puts it in the pocket. Beautiful pass. 18-yard completion. They'll have a first down, and at the end of the first quarter, Fort Payne three to nothing, but they're really driving. We'll be back in one minute.
As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. We're back on a homecoming night at Wildcat Stadium. The Cats at the end of the first quarter lead three to nothing, but it's first and goal to go from, we'll call it the 10, just inside the 10 for the Panthers at the Fort Payne, like I said, just inside the Fort Payne 10-yard line. They've moved the ball well down the field this possession. So, Rich, again, your quarterback, Davis, to his left. He'll call for it. High snap. Is it on the ground? It was something fell out. Nope, Carnell Davis couldn't pick up anything. I don't know what that was. It must have been a shoe floating around. <laughs> I was hoping it was a football. I'll tell you this, if, if, if he was 6'4 instead of 6'5, he wouldn't have got that. That's a high snap. That yeah, was. it was. So they actually give him about a yard on it down to near the eight-yard line. So second down and eight, or second and goal from the eight-yard line. Rich again looks back, wants to throw, throws right over and couldn't hold on. Oh, man, he went down on his knees and looked like he was going to reel it in for a touchdown. Really a good thrown pass. I don't know why he couldn't make the grab, but thank goodness he didn't. Yeah, receiver goes into the break. It's just a quick out over there. Looks like an eight- or ten-yard out. Couldn't quite tell, but when he makes his break, quarterback lets it go, and when he turns, it's it's there. Uh, he the quarterback does all but catch it for him. But it looks like he might have landed on it or kicked it out or something. So third down and goal from the eight again. Fake it. Rich rolls right. Going to be caught around the ankles and brought down. Big defensive play by Fort Payne. Devin Wells got him by the ankles and brought him down for. A loss. Now it's fourth and goal for the Panthers. So the defense rising up to the occasion. And they're not going to go, doesn't look like a field goal from here even. So I guess that shows us what kind of confidence they may have. Or maybe they got more in their quarterback. Rich with it, drops back. Hit as he let go. Wide open touchdown, south side. Nobody within seven, eight yards of. Number six. Number six is not even on my not on my depth chart for Southside. But anyway, it's a touchdown, and Southside takes the lead six to three, and we'll try to tack on the extra point. Like to have a replay of that. Looked like the outside receiver might have ran ran his the defender off into the center of the field, and then they drug somebody across or out of the backfield. But uh, nevertheless, he was he was so open it was probably hard to catch. Yeah, <laughs> nobody anywhere I mean, in the same nobody. zip code no. with him. So they'll try to add the seventh point for the Panthers. Kick is up. It's not too pretty, and it's good, though. That's all that matters. 10.38 to go here in the second quarter. Southside now takes a 7-3 lead. Well, 
the defense is going to have to come up with some answers. We can't afford to give up drives like that. You know, we had a game a little bit like this over at Scottsboro a few years ago when Bo Nix was still there, and uh, we didn't know it, but when the rain came in, it helped us out. And that may be a situation that we're in tonight where we need to feel to get a little wetter to give, give uh, Rich a little bit more uh, of a challenge to throw it because right now he does not have a problem. And you know what? Mm -hmm. Our coverage is not that bad. We had a mix-up right here on the touchdown, but our coverage on the big fourth down play, he had three guys he laid it in between. Just a, a really good quarterback. Yeah, it was a dart. I mean, there's nothing else you can say about that. And he's thrown two or three of those type passes. And he's been unfortunate in ways that they've dropped a couple of them. So Fort Payne will try to answer back now and regain the lead as they trail 10-3. to here on the homecoming Friday night at Wildcat Stadium. Both teams showing they're not afraid to go for it on fourth down. And Southside, fourth and 14, I believe, what, what, what Larry had said. Two yeah, two fourth down uh, conversions there and, uh, to take it on in for the score. So they, they work for that, that, those points. Well, we'll get the ball placed down at the 40, taking a, taking a long time here before the kickoff. Dubose and Adame will be back for Fort Payne around their Fort Payne 10-yard line. As we finally get the whistle. This one's going to come down at the 12-yard line on the far side. He crosses the 20, slows down, avoids a tackler two, and going to get back to the 30. That was Caden Dubose on the return. So Fort Payne with not too bad field position. They'll have it at their own 30-yard line. As J.D. Blaylock will come out. We got Dubose this time starting out in the backfield in replace of Hunter. Looks like they both no, made now, it. No, Hunter is in there. Yeah, yeah he, they are. He was kind of lost in the huddle there for a minute. They're going to hand off to Hunter. Going to push forward, slung his way around to the 36-yard line. A pickup of six on the play. They kind of assisted Hunter on that last couple of yards. Second down and four after the six-yard game. Another good formation play, Roger, where you've got Dubose in there, just a little mix-up. And this time they're going to do the Dubose uh, sweep to the left side, but they're all over that. Just going to get back to the line of scrimmage. It's going to be another third down and four. Sharp made the tackle for the Panthers. That's nice of the guy, the south side guy, helping Fort Payne with his pads. Here we go, third down and four. And J.D. back in the shotgun. Looks, wants to throw, throws to the near sideline, has Cam. He has the first down at the 44-yard line. Now that's a that's just a real easy throw and catch, yeah. and it's effective, and it is. Uh, you know, gives the receiver a great chance to make the catch. Right, and it's a, it's just a it's just a, a good way of getting it to your playmakers too. Just very conservative, good pass, good ex well executed play. First and ten from the 44. J.D. Rowland right throws at the last minute. Has Sawyer Burt makes the grab. Boards the tackler inside the 50 down to the 45. Let's see, maybe to the 43-yard line. They'll mark it at the 43-yard line. Another first down for Fort Payne on a, what is that, about a 12-yard pickup, Larry? Yeah, yeah, just another good good play call, just a bootleg back to the right, faking that handoff and uh, opening things up. So first and 10 at the 43-yard line of Southside. So Fort Payne with a drive here of their own. 
And they're having a little hard time getting in the proper place. There's still plenty of time on the play clock. Hunter again alone in the backfield. They're going to hand it to Hunter. Slants left. They miss a tackle. Cuts inside the 40. The 35. Stutter step inside the 30 down to the 28-yard line. Hunter doing a great job of timing on his run that time. Stop, start. He, should, he had a little Deion Sanders there too, didn't he? He high-stepped it on about two of them. I, I did a double take to make sure that was Hunter. I, no, no. I don't believe I've seen him do that, but he punished the defender. Fort Payne going quickly. You're going to take the snap. This time, J.D.'s going to keep it, come to the near side, lowers his head, falls forward, down to the 26-yard line. Only a gain of two, but that gave them another something to think about. Yeah, that's still a great play call there. We've still got a couple of guys missing a few blocks right there, but that's that's just a good play call after you've given it to Hunter several times. I just uh, That play could open up at any time. Second down and eight, J.D. back under center. Sends Cash in motion, going to fake it, going to roll right, looks back, tried to come back to Hunter, now we will finally unload it. He tried to come back after the fake to Hunter, set up a little bit of a screen, but uh, that was disrupted because Southside had people in our backfield. Cash got out there, it, you know, it was, of course, that looked like that bootleg again, but he rolls out. Cash, I think he was unable to see him. J.D. didn't see him, but he was open uh, back behind the linebackers. But at any rate, good pressure there by Southside to force Fort Payne into a third down. And it's third and eight again. Again, J.D. looks, looks, going to be pressured again, going to have to run for it, and you're going to have to tuck it and just run out of bounds, and he's not going to be anywhere near the first down. So it's going to bring up fourth down now. Again, I don't know that they've got that good of coverage. I, I think J.D.'s just having a, a tough time with that pressure up front. Yep. Being able to see the field, he does so much better on that play action where he gets outside where he can see, but uh, nevertheless, uh, Alex is lined up. A 45-yard field goal attempt by Alex Akins. The ball's placed down at the 35. A little bit of a high snap, good hold. Kick is up, and let's see. The kick is good. So with 7.50, and the clock still run there for a minute, but anyway, with 7.50 to go in the second quarter, it's south side seven, Fort Payne six. He's more consistent with 40-yard field goals than we were when I played in extra points. Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> I guess we're, you know, we just assume every one of them is going to be good, and usually they are. I know his brother was it last week had the 55-yarder. It might have been the week before. Yeah. I, didn't they both have a 55 at the same week or 45? It seems like one week yeah. they both, Evan and uh, Alex, both had. I still say Long before kicks. Alex is through here, he'll set a new state record yeah, at some he's, point. He's, he's unbelievable. So they'll place it down, does the Cats, at their own 40-yard line, kicking off. And they're now trail by one, seven to six. Yeah, if there were if there was a McPherson behind Alex, how good would he be? Because they've gotten so much better. <laughs> yeah, each one is better. This one deep, and that field goal was good <laughs> from 60, 70 yards away. Yeah, I believe what little wind there is, although the flag's still not a whole lot of motion, but you can still feel it coming through the press box. So Southside will have it again now, first and 10 from their own. 20, last time they went the length of the field to take the lead. There's 7.50 to go here in the second quarter. 
It's Michael Rich again with Carnell Davis in the backfield. Rich going to hand off on the sweep to one of his uh, wide receivers. Not much there as Cody Roberts tried to sweep Cody left. Fort Payne doing a really good job of stringing that one out and uh, sealing all the gaps up. Good, good defensive play. No gain on the play. Actually going to move it back about a yard. We're going to call it second and 11. Loss of one. Rich again going to drop back, wants to throw. Just lobs it up, and oh, man, he just dropped that right in there over the Fort Payne defender. Darwin Camp was right there, but a great catch by number eight, and he put it right where he had to, and that was Alden Battles, and it's a first down. Isn't that pretty, Brett? Yeah, he's, he's really got a nice touch on the ball and a uh, uh, beautiful throw and catch. And again, Roger, you hit it on the button. That you, you can't blame the coverage. So they'll place the ball at the... 30, near the 36-yard line of Southside. First and 10. Rich, this time I hand to Davis, trying to slant left. Fort Payne's all over him. Going to drop him for about a yard loss back to the 35-yard line. So second down and 11. Will Green on the tackle. Will Green made the tackle for the Cats. Yeah, Southside really not in any hurry. Six and a half minutes still to go here in the first half. And Rich going to fake the handoff, going to throw, has a receiver there and threw it behind him that time. Tried once again to hit Cody Roberts, uh, just threw it high and behind Roberts. Hayden Holbrook was on the coverage out there, but nobody really had a chance to catch the ball. He just fakes inside there, Roger. It looked like he had a his mesh was a little bit long, but he he was rushing himself there, trying to get the ball off. He saw that he was open, and uh, let it go a little high. So third down and eleven. Again, going to drop back, looking wants to hit the one out of the backfield. Instead, goes down wide open across the field at the forty, the thirty-five down to the thirty-one yard line. That was Battles making the grab down at the 31. Let's see, they're going to place it back at the 32-yard line where it's going to be first and 10 for Southside. Boy, he had plenty of room out there and a good throw again. I don't know if I've really seen a quarterback this year that throws it as accurately as yeah, this Yeah, he's, he's, he's good. We've seen a couple of good ones, but I don't think I've seen one that kind of has the control of this guy does. As whistles are going to sound, let's see what's happening. I'm going to send somebody off. They're sending off number six. He had the big play earlier, and we don't have him on our short roster here. I don't know who number six might possibly be. Let's see. Well, quickly they get back and get set to play. With Rich, the quarterback, going to hand to Davis inside the 30. Finds an open inside the 20 and down all the way to the 15-yard line. Man, he, he just uh, kind of turned sideways, is able to slip between a couple of Fort Payne tacklers and get all the way down to the 15 before Will Abbott can make the stop. Yeah, and Rich has faked to him several times, so uh, he's, he's keeping that def defense on, uh, defense on uh, their heels, guessing whether it's a run or a pass. Mm, balls on the ground. Well, Fort Payne got it. 
Let's see, I we're waiting. Yeah, I believe so. Fort Payne says they do, and yes, they do. Well, that's the break Fort Payne needing, and Devin Wells gets on the ball for Fort Payne. Whew, just what the doctor ordered. First turnover of the game. And Fort Payne's going to benefit from it. Yeah, couldn't pick a better time. Uh, Southside definitely driving the ball and just uh, looked like the running back ran into him and knocked it out of his hand. From the 18, J.D. looks, been flushed out of the pocket, going to run right, going to fake a throw, and then decides to keep it and head for the out-of-bounds marker. Looks like he might have had cash open, but again, running for his life down there. And actually, he would have had to throw against the run, so not a chance for J.D. to do it. Good job by J.D. just getting out of bounds for no loss on the play, second down and 10. Again, Hunter, the lone setback. They're going to hand to Hunter. It has an opening, cuts back up through the middle. We're going to get to the 21-yard line, a gain of three, and we're looking at another one of them third and longs. It'll be third and seven for the Cats. Seems like every drive, Britt, it's third and seven or longer. Yeah, and Jake, you know, we come right out on first down uh, trying to throw the ball, but J.D., get, we get a little bit of pressure, but J, I still say J.D.'s having a problem seeing because we've got a couple of guys that are open, but you can tell he does not. J.D. goes up. quickly to the sideline and got hits number 82, but they tried to get him loose over there, and Cam Thomas just couldn't shake the tacklers, and, they're going to stop him after about a two-yard gain. It's going to be third down and six, or make it third down and four. So Alex will have to come in and punt this one away as we're approaching four minutes to go here in the first half with a south side leading seven to six. Got Roberts and Battles back deep inside the south side 30-yard line as Alex will put a toe into it, first punt of the game. High arcing kick, call for a fair catch at the 33-yard line where Southside will have it again, first and 10. Not a 44-yard kick, I believe, if my yeah. math is correct. So Southside again will come out. Fort Payne benefited from the turnover and was able to stop them when it looked like they were going in again. And now they have it first and 10 at their own 33. Rich again going to hand to Davis. Davis to the far side, cuts inside, has an opening, and going to fall inside the 40-yard line. A pickup of around seven. Going to mark it on the 41-yard line. Devin Wells again on the tackle for Fort Payne. So it's going to be second down. Uh, they're going to give him eight on the carry, second down and two. Again, they're going to hand off to Davis right up the middle, plunges. He's going to be right at the first down. He's got it by, looks like, about the length of a football. Davis gains two yards in the south side first down. You heard that Daryl Prater made the stop for Fort Payne. This first half has gone pretty quickly. About every pass has been complete, so the clock really hadn't stopped very much. Rich again getting pressured, going to be hit as he got rid of it, got it to his left receiver, and going to pick up a gain of around nine yards on it. Fort Payne kind of planted Rich out there, but he got rid of it. 
Yeah, Darrell got a lot of pressure on him, and he came up. Uh, Darrell actually came up limping a little bit, but uh, good pressure by Darrell Prater on that play. They say he got two, second down and two. Davis is going to have his first down, breaks the tackle, breaks another tackle inside the 40, still on his feet, still struggling forward, all the way down to the 37-yard line. Fourteen-yard pickup that time by Carnell Davis. And he's first and ten from the 37-yard line. Rich again drops back. Not a lot of pressure. Looking, waiting. Now going to go for it all. Has a receiver wide open as our defensive guy fell down. And he's going to step out of bounds or he'd have walked into the end zone. Thankfully for us, he stepped out of bounds. Boy, no again, nobody again right around that receiver. That was uh, number one, I believe, Cody Roberts. And if he hadn't stepped out of bounds, it was six more for Southside. Yeah, Aikens fell on the play. See, where did he finally mark the ball? About the four? So first and go from the four-yard line for the Panthers. 150 to go. They lead seven to six. Rich with Davis behind him. Going to hand to Davis. Davis is going to get hit. Almost brought down, escapes, and goes into the end zone. Touchdown. Well, we had him by the legs. Had a chance to bring him down for a little loss, and he just slipped through, and now Southside adds to their lead. Yeah, Davis fars, fars from tiptoe, and he, every, every play he, he hits it hard. And if, if you miss him, you're not, going to want, you're not going to arm tackle him for sure, but if you miss him, he's going to get uh, extra yardage each time because he's just uh, he's running so hard. Good, strong back, Davis. Yep, they'll put the ball down here at the 10, try to add the extra point. Kick is up, and the kick is good. So 134 to go here in the first half. They extend their lead. It's now Southside 14, Fort Payne 6. Well, I expect right here at the half, Coach have a lot of adjustments he's going to try to make. As you said, it hadn't been – well, now, there's been a couple of times they've been wide open, but for the most part – We've defended the throws well. Yeah, we've had a we've had a couple of breakdowns, but but for the most part, uh, Rich is just he, he just he just sees the field so well, and he's so hard to defend. But we just uh, at this point, you know, uh, I don't know how much many adjustments you can make, but uh, uh, hopefully hopefully we can slow him down in, in some form or fashion. Well, we have a minute 34 to try to get at least maybe into field goal position and put a few more points up here before the end of the first half. Be good to get a nice big return out of this kick. And I believe it's Adame back along with Dubos on the far side. There's the kick. He's going to get over everybody's head and going to go into the end zone, so they'll bring it out to the 20. Dubose came up on that in a little too much. Didn't yeah, he? I think that one sailed a little bit. That looks like me playing center field, Roger. <laughs> <laughs> no, he it looked like that. I don't know if he's uh, – what's the – 
Now the wind's laid down. Look like it got caught. Is more of a line drive, but it kind of sailed on him a little bit, and Dubos just mis misjudged that one. Well, Fort Payne's got a minute 34, and let's see with J.D. in the shotgun. Going to hand off to Hunter. Hunter slants right. Going to fight his way to the 26-yard line. Pick up of six. So it'll be second down now and four. Clock, a problem here. So second down and six. Again, fake to Hunter. Send a screen out here to the right side. Caught by Cam, and he's going to get the first down and get out of bounds. Good job by Cam reaching out and grabbing that ball and making the first down and getting out of bounds. 108 before the half. So ball right on the 30-yard line, first and 10. Don't have to go a real long distance before we get in field goal range. J.D. again looks, been flushed out, has a little bit of an opening. Now they're going to converge on him and hit him and knock him out of bounds at the 32-yard line. Only a gain of two, so second down and eight. But again, he did get out of bounds and stop the clock with 102. Timeouts, Fort Payne has two left and Southside has three. JD throws to the right side out of the backfield, has a receiver, first down, avoids the tackler all the way out to the 44 yard line and Marcus Ledford picks up the first down for Fort Payne. And there is a flag. Didn't see that, baby, and it's going to be against the Cats. So it looked like we were in pretty good rhythm and doing the job we wanted to, conserving the clock and able to move the ball. Now we're hit with a penalty. All the way back to the 27-yard line. Ineligible receiver downfield is the call. So now it's second down and 13. Again, they're going to hand it to Hunter. Hunter looking for some room. Breaks a tackle. He has the sideline at the 40 and outside the 40 to the 47. He's got a first down. He gains 14, gets out of bounds, and picks up the first down. Looked like the ref had two good blocks for sure. <laughs> yeah, he did. Oh, goodness. Well, there we go. That's the way to bounce back from it. Clock's running over 43 seconds. J.D. Looking, looking again to the sideline. Going to go all the way down the field. Cam get it to it. He just overthrew him by about 10 yards. But Cam had his defender beat. J.D., I think, ran out of time to get rid of the ball and was able just to get it down there at the last second. And that will bring up second down in 10. Really with 37 seconds remaining, a couple of timeouts, not a bad situation. J.D. again looks like getting pressure, going to set up the screen to Hunter. He's outside the 45 and maybe to the 46-yard line where he's tackled out of bounds and will stop the clock once again. Martin made the tackle for Southside. Third down and we'll call it eight. J.D. again calls for the snaps. Looks getting pressured. Throws the sideline and has Cam for the first down, and Cam steps out of bounds. Yep, at the south side, 46-yard line, and there's another the flag. Ruffin, the passer. Well, that's going to put us in field goal 
range with the 15 being tacked on to that. Get it down somewhere around the 31 yard line. And they're gonna mark it down on the 31 yard line. 27 seconds still before the half. J.D. again calls, kind of fake to Hunter, going to keep it, come to the near side, cuts it in, gets around that corner, has a sideline, and just forced out of bounds and kind of stumbled out. Or he had a few more yards, Brett, yeah, down through he's there. he's got to trust it. J.D.'s got to trust his speed and just stay with it. He slows up and let defenders come over to him. I, th I think he probably could outrun the guy at the corner, but yeah, I, I still love that play call. They're, they're defending it well. Uh, down to the 25, where it's second down now and four, 20 seconds to go. Again, J.D. looks, looks left, being flushed out again. He can't afford to get tackled. And they brings and reverses field, has an open, throws at the last minute. Oh, Wide open, end zone, touchdown, Hunter Love. 25-yard touchdown pass. He didn't cross the line of scrimmage, and there's no flag, so it'll stand. J.D. ran. He ran for 30 yards in the backfield, and he, he ran so far. I thought he crossed the line of scrimmage three times, but just a – well aware of what's going on down the field and just wide open. Well, I thought they might go for two here to tie it up. It's 14 to 12, and they're going to kick the extra point and make it 14-13. As Alex will put on the extra point. Good snap, good hold, and good kick. 11.2 seconds to go before the half. Fort Payne now has cut it to one. It's 14-13. Man, that was a great play. We, they've caught us a couple of times when they lost uh, our defenders, and that time Hunter Love got free and caught a wide-open touchdown pass. You know, there's a lot of time Hunter or uh, J.D. spent out there running around. A lot could have went wrong on that, you know? Yeah. They could have been people downfield, and uh, like you said, he could have crossed the line of scrimmage, and there could have been holes, but thank goodness it was a clean play. So Alex will place it down at the 40, and we'll kick off, and I think maybe we might have about one more play uh, for Southside before we go to the half. Cody Roberts back to receive kickoff. Cody Roberts back. For the Panthers. Alex will drive this one to the left side into and out of the end zone. So they will have 11.2 seconds from their own 20 yard line before the homecoming half. Of course, they did the homecoming festivities prior to the kickoff with the homecoming queen in her court. It looks like the Southside Band, or if they may be going to perform tonight, you never know. Sometimes they do, and sometimes they don't. They're down on the field in the corner there, except the tubas, and they're still up in the stands. They're going to throw a little out to Davis, and he's going to be tackled after he picks up about nine, and the clock runs. They're going to call a timeout, I believe, with 3.4 seconds to go. Timeout, Southside. Southside calls a timeout. We'll be back in one minute. 
The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Tricia Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. Well, we got 3.4 seconds. Southside calls the timeout, so you think they're going to try to throw it downfield. Nope, they're going to hand it off to Davis. He's hit immediately, and that'll do it. The end of the first half, Southside with a 14-13 lead. We'll take a two-minute break and be back to Wildcat Stadium. First Fidelity Bank has been serving our community since 1969. They are located in Fort Payne, Rainsville, and Eider. They offer fast, friendly, and easy service along with ATMs, mobile, and telephone banking. They also offer debit and credit cards. They understand that banking can be stressful and want to give you the help that you need, just like family. They're honored to be members of our community and wish all teams a good and safe season. First Fidelity Bank, the finest traditions of community banking. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. As the weather gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. 
Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Well, back at Wildcat Stadium at the half, Fort Payne leads 14 to, or rather Fort Payne trails 14 to 13 over the south side Panthers. And uh, let's go down on the field and get this halftime performance of the Wildcat Marching Band. Then we'll be back in a little while for some uh, first half stats.
Wildcat Band is under the leadership of Director Ian Cash. Marching band with a fine halftime performance as Fort Payne trails the Southside Panthers here at the half, 14 to 13. We're going to take a couple of minute break and we'll come back and recap a little bit about the first half and get some stats from Larry Hancock will join us with some stats from that first half. We'll be back in two minutes. We are more than a hospital. We are a community, and we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Hey friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, i got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. The Times Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Tricia Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. Well, welcome back to Wildcat Stadium. We're at the half. Fort Payne our trails 14 to 13. I'm so used to saying we're leading. I try to do it every time. But uh, pretty good uh, back and forth there in the first half. Fort Payne was aided uh, by a turnover that uh, kept them out of the end zone one time. But... Uh, 
Fort Payne still in it, only trailing by one. Larry, some stats from that first half? Yeah, but we can't swap field goals for touchdown. That's kind of what we've done this first half. Uh, Fort Payne took the opening kickoff and didn't get anything out of it. Went for it on fourth down, and on fourth and four, Hunter Love we took it for 13 yards and got the first down. Uh, Fort Payne had to wind up punting it, and uh, McPherson with a 47-yard punt. And Southside came back with a 50-yard punt. We held them on th three and out on that first drive. Hard to, a long time ago when we held them out, wasn't it? Yep. But uh, they held them out of the end zone, and they had the punt, got a 50-yard punt. And then uh, Fort Payne behind Love and Blaylock got it down uh, to the 35-yard line. Couldn't get anything going, and McPherson came back in with a 45-yard field goal. Well, you got the first field goal. First field goal was, was made it with 3.55 to go in the first half. First quarter made 3 nothing Fort Payne. But then uh, they started completing passes all over the field. Had their long drive. They completed two fourth down passes on that drive. Uh, both of them were 14 yards, and the last one was um, fourth and 14, on fourth and goal, and converted. And made the extra point to make it uh, seven to three in favor of Southside. We came back, uh, took it down the field. McPherson with a 45-yard field goal, and they'd both been, one of them was against the wind. Don't know which way the wind's blowing because that flag's just kind of limp, as Roger said. And uh, Southside had another drive, and they fumbled, and Devin Wells recovered. And we uh, took it down and couldn't get anything out of it. And it wound up uh, 14 to 6. And then Fort Payne had the big drive right before halftime as they took it down the field and moved uh, 75 yards, 80 yards in 12 plays. And it looked like they were going to have to settle for another field goal. But Laylock scrambled and scrambled all over the field, finally threw it in the end zone to Hunter Love, who was, was wide open with a touchdown to make it 14 to 13 at the end of the first half. Some uh, individual stats as Fort Payne will win it. Uh, rushing, Hunter Love, 14 carries for 84 yards. This, these are unofficial, by the way. Right, right. Nothing but unofficial. No, it's about as unofficial as you can get. Laylock, eight carries for 14 yards. Dubos, two carries for minus three yards. Passing, Laylock was four of eight for 63 yards in that 25-yard touchdown pass there. McPherson, two punts for... 46-yard average field goals. Uh, of course, Alex was two of two, one from 40 and one from 45 yards. Penalties, Fort Payne, one penalty for 10 yards. Southside, two for 25, and that one roughing the passer penalty against the Panthers on that last drive of Fort Payne aided Fort Payne in getting it down so they could get the touchdown drive. Receiving, love, two catches for 29 yards and a touchdown. Cam Thomas, three catches for 42 yards, Sawyer Burt, two catches for 27 yards. Tackles, Will Abbott leading the Wildcats in tackling with six. Uh, Alex Akins with four. Uh, Caden Holbrook and Seth Williams both had a tackle. Will Green with two. Daryl Prater with two. Devin Wells with two. And Heisman Gr Brown with two tackles. Halftime, Fort Payne trails Southside by a score of 14 to 13, and Southside will get the ball, so a big 
big stand coming up for Fort Payne. Need to stop Southside. They don't need to march right down the field again. Well, one of the big plays in that first half there was the fumble they had because yep. they were looked like they were going to go right on in and take a bigger lead even against the Cats, and they fumbled the ball down deep in their blue zone. On our 23-yard line, right. Michael Rich and the, the running back just had some miscommunications there, but that's about the only thing Michael Rich has done wrong tonight. Uh, we're not keeping their, their stats, but he's on the ball all over the field. And he does a really good job of looking the Wildcat defense off. On that one play, when he threw the long pass down to the, our right here, where there's, uh, our defender fell down, mm -hmm. he got it all the way to the four-yard line. He uh, he looked left and never looked back right, and then turned, and he seemed to know where he was and hit him. Well, uh, wide open down to the four-yard line, and we got to stop him up. I went off again, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Well, we're going to take a two-minute break, and then we'll get back uh, for Coach. You can come back before, too, if you see Coach uh, approach the microphone. Again, at the half, it's 14-13 Southside. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Hey friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissans. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, I've got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. Got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, 
civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Trisha Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. Well, the Cats finally coming back out on the field. Southside has gotten down on the end zone to our far right and began their warm-ups, and we're waiting on Coach to come out now and get his analysis of the first half of play. It's 14-13, Southside leads by one, and uh, boy, there are two touchdowns. We've had three field goals, Britt. Yeah, they've, uh, I think you and Larry both hit it, hit it right on the button. We've just got to figure out how to defend uh, Rich, he's just such a good quarterback, sees the field so well, receivers running really good routes, and, and here's what's scary. Our coverage has been pretty good. You know, it's, it's not like we've had just completely breakdowns. It's just you can't um, – they've, they've got good pass protection with him to also and giving time. Like Larry said, he's, he's, look, he's looking them off downfield, and he, he just sees the field well. Um, it's going to be interesting to hear what uh, these comments from Coach Elmore. Hey, Coach, can you hear us? Yeah. Yeah, hear me? Yes, yes. So, uh, Roger and I were just talking, Coach. Uh, what, what is uh, we just talked about how well this quarterback course is playing, and uh, 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 what do you tell your team at halftime? Well, we just got to keep playing. I mean, I know it sounds simple to say, but we're, you know, we've not played great offensively. Uh, we've given up two fourth down and longs, and a third and long, and uh, and we're down one. So we just got to come back and keep playing right here. It's still anybody's ball game. Um, we, we, had, we started to get a little bit of momentum. Man, I know it was a two-minute drill. We got a little bit of momentum on offense at the end. We just got to keep doing that. You know, we, we've had our coverage has really looked good uh, uh, as far as uh, uh, defending. We had a couple of little breakdowns here and there, but uh, it's opening up the running game. And uh, what do you think about us offensively? Well, we just they've got a couple of guys in the guy kind of in an odd position that we had a hard time blocking. We think we're going to make that with an adjustment form formation. We fix that. We're not doing terrible. It's just been one guy kind of loose a lot. We got to fix that little adjustment. It should be okay. Coach, that one turnover they had really helped us when it looked like they were going to go down for another score, and uh, uh, that really benefited us. Yeah, uh, we, you know, it's at least stopping. We didn't win the turnover. It was a big turnover at a big time. It sounds like the wind's really picking up down on the field. It's hard to tell from up here, so hopefully that'll play a part in his uh, passes, maybe not being quite so accurate. Yeah, it's definitely gotten more windy here in the last, uh, in the last half quarter, so it's probably back here in the second half. Okay, Coach, good luck in the second half. Right, so at half, it's 14-13. Fort Payne trails by one as the teams are finishing their halftime warm-ups, and we'll get this one back underway as the clock runs down. And... Uh, Let's try to sneak in about a one-minute break here before the second half kickoff. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. 
Well, we'll be kicking off the south side to start the second half. It's 14-13 south side in the lead. As Alex will place it down at the 40-yard line, as we mentioned the coach there at the half, the wind has really picked up down on the field. You can look to our right at the flag, Brett, and it's not even moving, but you could hear down on the field how it was just uh, circulating, really howling. Yeah, you, I, I, I wasn't sure Coach Elmore could even hear us, but like you and said, Larry picked it onside kick, Fort Payne's got it. Alex is going to recover it. Well, you called it, Larry. Yeah. Of course, we had the big one last week at Scottsboro, Brett, and then we saw the same thing here today, the way they were set up and come back and uh, beautifully orchestrated kick with Alex recovering. You know, and Alex is so powerful on that kickoff, you wait for him to kick in the end zone, and that's what you're expecting, then he does that. Here we go, first and 10 from the 50-yard line. Hunter is going to come to the near side, going to be hit immediately and thrown back for a loss of two or three. Nothing there on the right side that time. And time Hunter could try to get his momentum shifted back left, it was too late. Loss of two. Back to the 49-yard line. Second down and 12 now. As J.D. from the shotgun will look, wants to throw, has the near sideline, has Cam intercepted. Man, just threw it right behind Cam and a good job by number 15 of Southside picking that one off. That was Javian Jones making the interception for Southside. So I guess the onside kick uh, kind of went for naught, didn't it? So Southside will have it first and 10 from their own 45-yard line after the interception. He's going to hand it off to Davis. Nothing there. Fort Payne's got him. Going to bring him down. 28 on the tackle for Fort Payne. Yep, Will Green. Loss of three. We'll call it second down and 13. That's the way Fort Payne's going to have to play defense here this second half. Of course, the whole story will probably be written on how they play that pass protection. So from the shotgun. Rich looking, looking, comes right up the middle, breaks open across midfield and slides down at the Fort Payne 48. Rich is going to be a little short, going to be about three yards short of the first down. Looked like he could have ran for the first. Yeah, I was, I was surprised he slid right there. But uh... So third down and four now. When, yeah, I'm shocked. So third and four at the Fort Payne 49-yard line. Going to hand to Davis. Davis is going to get a little open and going to have the first down as he falls down to the 43. Well, he was hit first without not much of a game, but time he kind of frails around in there, able to pick up the first down at the Fort Payne 43. Rich calls for the snap, going to hand to Davis again, comes left, cuts it back up the middle, still churning, has an opening down inside the 35, near the first down. I believe he's going to have it. He's right at it. Yep, they're going to move the markers 10 yards on the carry down to the 33. Well, this time Southside's doing this march on the ground. 
Rich with Davis set to his right. Again, high snap, but he's going to catch it, bring it down, runs right. Fort Payne's after him. Can't get him. He's going to throw downfield, has a receiver. Did he make the grab in the end zone? Incomplete. Woo, just laid him a little too much. The receiver dove for it. I thought he might have come up with it, but thank goodness it hit the ground. So it'll be second down and 10. And let's see, the flag's right at the 30-yard line. Good spot for a hold against Southside. Let's see what we have. Yep, that looks like that's going to be an eligible receiver downfield. And they're going to decline it. So it'll be second and 10 after the penalty is declined. This time Davis lines up to the right of Rich. Going to hand off to him. Not much there, and he's going to spin and get a couple of yards. He's one of those jitterbugs, I like to call them, the way he bounces around. Uh, he dances around. He's, again, he's a very hard runner and hard to bring down also. Devin Wells brought him down. So third down and eight. Again, Rich with Davis to his left. Going to run left. Little option pitch out to Davis. Fort Payne misses the tackle. It's going to hold him shy of the first down, though as they finally get him down at the 26-yard line. Akins made the tackle for Fort Payne. And Heisman Brown also happened. So fourth down and a short three. And obviously they're going to go for it. Fort Payne needs a big stop. Fourth down and a short three needed by Southside. Rich looks over to the sideline, maybe getting a new play in. Coach sends in the new signal. Going to take the snap. He's going to roll right, wants to throw, getting pressure, dumps it off short and incomplete. And it'll be Fort Payne ball as the Cats hold on fourth and three. Was that number 81 that was getting the pressure on? Yeah, it was Will, it was Will Green, 28, that was getting the pressure on him and forced him to throw it. And he threw it low, and the Cats have the ball back. At the 20, just outside the 25-yard line, Fort Payne's own 25. We're with 808 now to go here in the third quarter. It's still a 14-13 south side lead. This one may be one of those down-to-the-wire jobs. J.D. looks fakes. He won't keep a roll left, cuts it up the middle. He's at the 30, the 20, 35, near the 40 to the 41, maybe the 42. JD's not going to do any sliding, I can assure you. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Nope. It is, it's head yeah. first. You're right if about that. it is, that. it's head first. <clears throat> At the 41-yard line, once he cut it upfield, he had green grass in front of him. This time it's going to be Hunter Love taking his time, gets out past the 40 to the 46, or the 45 to the 46. They're going to say his knee touched down right on the 45. A gain of four. It'll be second down. And five. So Fort Payne so far got the good makings of a drive here if we can just sustain it. Got Sawyer, looks like, to the near side. Nope, it's number 82. Again, they're going to go to Hunter right up the middle. Breaks through. 
into their territory down to the 46. First down, Fort Payne. Needed five, got seven. Good blocking again on that left side. He's been productive over on that side, it seems like several times, but just uh, another good play call, kind of mixing things up, letting JD bootleg a couple of times and keeping them on their heels. Fort Payne trying to work in a hurry. JD again looks, wants to throw, has a receiver, and it dropped. Well, he had number 35, Marcus Ledford, and just Marcus just couldn't hold on to it. So it'll be second down in 10. JD with the play from the sideline, goes under center, gonna turn, hand it to Hunter. Hunter looking, breaks it back against the grain, spins up the middle, down, down to the 42 yard line. And they're gonna mark it at the 43. That's a 102nd yard for Hunter tonight. So he breaks that century mark once again. And it's another Brit, another big third down in long play, third down and almost seven. JD fakes to Hunter, throws him a slant outside, has his receiver, but there's nothing there. Had Cam Thomas, and he just couldn't slip the defenders over there, and they're going to bring him down for a loss of a. About two, and it's going to be fourth down now and nine. Southside's closed well all night on that hot, just that little hot route. They've we, we, they've not given us an inch of daylight, but if we ever could break through there, I don't think they'd be anybody on the backside. But uh, just good pursuit there by Southside defense. Well, Alex is in, stands at his own 40-yard line to kick it away. Puts a good toe into it over toward the left side. They're going to call the fair catch, mm, and he gets loose. The They're going to fight over it. We going to have it. it. Southside say they have it. Fort Payne doesn't say they do, so I guess Southside does. Ew, they were lucky on that one. We've had done that a couple of times ourselves this season and come away with the turnover. Real surprised we didn't get that. Look like we had a couple of guys on it, and they, they must have. Yeah, the wind must be picking up that. The pump was only a 37-yarder. And they take over at their own 20-yard line. We're at 526 to go in the third quarter. Four-pain defense shifts. They're going to hand to Davis. Davis is going to get the corner. 25, 30, 35, 40, and there's going to be a flag on the play as it gets loose and all the way out inside the 50, but it's going to come back. So thank goodness for flags. A big play, and there's a hold against south side. The flag was right at their 21-yard line. Hmm. So they're going to step it back. Where, where are they going to finally place the ball? Back at the 11? Yep. All the way back to the 11-yard line. So it's going to be first and 20 for Southside now, back at their own 11. As they start the clock running, five minutes to go third quarter.
Rich, the quarterback, going to hand off to Davis. Not a whole lot there. The pile is going to drive him forward for a few yards. Dekai Goodman and Heisman Brown combined for the tackle. All from the 11 out to the 13 yard, four yards on the play. Second down and 16. Again, they're going to hand to Davis on the sweep. Fort Payne's going to be all over him. They miss a tackle and still manage to mop him up there right at the 15. So a gain of about one. Had a chance to knock him down. Will Green again on the tackle. And Alex Aikens also in on that one. I think this second half, what I've noticed, you know, of course, our coverage has been good, but we're getting more push up front. With uh, uh, Prater's been in there, 81's been in there. There's been several guys uh, putting pressure on quarterback Rich. Rich looks, drops back, no pressure, going to sling it down the middle, overthrows everybody. And there's a flag coming in. After that was a mile overthrown, but they're going to call a penalty, I believe, on Fort Payne on the uh, interference. I mean, he couldn't have caught that if he'd had a couple of step ladders. And that'll give him a first down, I guess. It's going to move it out. It's not enough yardage to give him a first. So it'll be third down and one. Wouldn't be surprised to see Rich hand to Davis again. Going to ride it off to the right. He's hit immediately and dropped for a loss. Heisman Brown. Heisman Brown got in on him quickly. And Carnell on the carry, and he loses a yard. So now it's fourth and about two, and surely they're not going to go for it all the way back here at their own 29-yard line. They might try a little, wrecking the little shenanigans here. He's the punter also, isn't he, Roger? Yeah, he's the punter, and they're going to run to the right. He's mm. going to keep it. He's going to be ah, hit and stopped. stopped. Fort Payne's going to stop him short of the 30. They needed the 31. Fort Payne will take over. Green turned him in. Heisman finished him off, and uh, we had a little shenanigans. I thought we might. And it doesn't work, and Fort Payne gets great field position at their 30 or 29-yard line make it. So a, a good shot here for Fort Payne getting the points to take the lead, and they're going to turn, fake it to Hunter. J.D.'s going for the end zone, has receiver wide open. Cam turns and knocks loose, and there's the flag. Well, that time the defender played uh, Cam and didn't play the ball, Brett, and drew the flag. Yeah, just a good play call again, and uh, – uh, Nice throw by J.D. also. Well, guess what goes around comes around. So we're going to have it first and goal to go. Nope, they're going to mark it at the 15. You're right. It'll be first and 10 from the 15. After it's only a 15-yard penalty. We need them NFL rules right now. So here we go, first and 10 from the 14. They finally place the ball. J.D. turns. He's going to hand to Hunter. Slant to the right. Has an open. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. Breakthrough. Touchdown. 
14 yards, Hunter Love, and the Cats have taken the homecoming lead. Boy, a great time, job that time, Britt, by that right side of the cat line as they laid it open for uh, Hunter. Was his beautiful blocking on this near side, just another really good play call, but uh, Hunter, Hunter was able to take it in in a big, big uh, possession for the Wildcats. You could just see the blocks develop one right after another and open it up for him as Alex will try to put on the extra point. A little high snap, the hold is good, kick is up, and the kick is a monster. And Fort Payne now takes the lead 2014 with 254 to go here in the third quarter. What? Yeah, our first lead of the game. Yeah. They went out seven, then uh, then to nothing, then we made it seven three, then seven six, then fourteen six, and now we went ahead twenty to fourteen. I still say this, the difference in the second half is up front, we're getting more pressure on Rich. We're just we're pushing him out of the pocket a little bit. And even when he's stepping up, we're closing in on him. And uh, just a really good job by that uh, those front guys for the Wildcat defense. So Alex will place it down at the 40 and kick this one. This time headed down into the band, down into the scoreboard, into the field. Eastern end of the stadium. This kick's going to come down just shy of the end zone. Is it going to return it? Nope, he stepped into the end zone. I guess they'll bring it out to the 20. Yeah, I believe you're right. The wind did get a hold of that one, kind of drive it down. So if the wind continues like it is, like Larry says, we should have the wind in the fourth quarter. As we're at 250 to go here in the third quarter in Fort Payne with that 20 to 14 lead. Rich and Davis, again, the backfield for the Panthers. Going to hand off, whistle's going to stop the play. See if we have a legal procedure. Yes, again, south side. Going to make it first and 15. Now back from the 15. Rich Southside's gotten a little sloppy here since about midway of that second quarter, haven't they? Yeah, they they look different offensively, but I still say it's that push up front, but they're not throwing the ball quite as much. So first and 15 from the 15. Again, give it to Davis. Fort Payne's going to be all over him, and he'll be lucky to get back to the 15. Will Green again on the tackle. Boy, Green and those players are having a night. They got back to the 15. It'll be second down and still 15 to go now for the first down. Michael Rich again fakes the handoff, rolls right, looking for an opener. Nobody there. He's been pursued. He's going to have to run the ball. Fort Payne's got to catch up to him and run him out of bounds finally over on the far sideline. Good job by that secondary. Darrell Prater finally ran him out of bounds, and let's see where he stepped out. Didn't get as much as it looked like. Only got back out to the 24-yard line where it's going to be third down now and six to go.
Michael Rich looks, wants to throw quickly, has a receiver open, makes him the grab, avoiding the tackler, and picks up a couple extra yards across the 35 to the 36-yard line. Be a first down and first and 10 for the Panthers. Will Abbott and Green again on the tackle. Well, Green's on both sides of the field, isn't he? Seven tackles so far for Will Green. Quickly reach, uh, Rich will get his team set. Calls for it, going to hand to Davis. Davis is going to be hit a couple of times. He's going to fall forward for maybe one, maybe two. Williams that time made the tackle, Seth Williams. Whole lot of tackles being made by those linebackers. Second and eight. Rich looks, dumps it out to the infield to that number one again, makes the tackle. Fort Payne brings him down, but not after he picks up a first down as he hit number one, Cody Roberts. Seth Williams again on that tackle. The 49-yard line of the Panthers with a first and 10. We're just over one minute remaining here in the third quarter. Again, it's Fort Payne up 20 to 14. Rich fakes it. Fort Payne's in on him. Voids the tackler. Hits as a receiver out of the backfield, and he drops it. Wow, he had uh, Hayden Fry wide open as a tick on a basset hound, and he didn't make the grab. Yep, Devin Wells put the pressure again on Rich. I said those linebackers are really playing well tonight. And Southside looks over to the sideline, getting the second down in 10 play. Rich, again, as the wind blows everything over in here, looks, throws across the middle, has one number one wide open, and he's going to have the first down inside the 35-yard line. Once again, he go to Cody Roberts. Seems like when he wants to get a big completion, he goes to Cody Roberts, and Will Abbott made the stop for Fort Payne. Yeah, when Southside keeps it simple and doesn't run his, their receivers off, he, he's just, Rich is very, very dangerous, uh, just getting it to those playmakers, just a quick, quick snap and getting rid of it, and uh, he makes really good decisions. This time they're going to hand to Davis again. And their whistle, I believe, is going to stop the play. Yep. That'll be a five-yard penalty against Fort Payne, as they did have 12 men on the field. Yeah. So that'll put it just inside the 30-yard line. First and five for Southside. Rich again looks, wants to throw, throws, has his guy across the middle, breaks the tackle, he's going to go all the way. That time he hit number, I believe it was at number eight, Alden Battles across the middle, and he goes in for the touchdown. And Well, we're all tied up right now until they hit the kick this extra point, and Southside can again take the lead. That was one of those throws like he just made that, that whole slant. first half. Yeah, yeah, just that quick slant, and I'm not too sure he's not probably – Nine for ten. I mean, he's he's uh, that's he's very accurate on that. Just quick slanting. It's so hard to defend. 
So let's see, Fort Payne made a good job here if they can block this no, real high snap, but it's placed down. The kick is up, and it is good. So South right Side retakes the lead 21 to 20, 14 seconds to go here in the third quarter. So it's a back and forth, anybody's game. It's a good game. It's according to when the time runs out, if it's good or not, that Whitley. Yeah, according to Fort Payne's in the lead. So Fort Payne's offense will try to regroup there on the sideline. And they'll get the ball back now trailing by one. Like we've done pretty much all night, we've been able to respond. Whenever Southside does something well, we've come right back and uh, equaled them, if not up them one. Maybe we get good field position here as they place the ball down at their 40-yard line. And like we said, the wind really blowing around crazy down on the field. Dubos and Adami is uh, back to receive. And Alabasi is the kicker. And he'll put the toll into it. Short kick comes to the near side on the 10. Fort Payne's going to muff it, and it's going to go out of bounds inside the five. Now there's a flag. I guess that's going to be, well, they, they didn't kick it out of bounds if you've touched it. Right. Yeah, I think camp. I, it looked like there was some pushing and shoving going. Yeah. Well, it's, well, it would be. Or we're gonna. Looks like we're gonna have it inside the five-yard line. Let's see what this changes. Near the. Well, we couldn't. We ain't got much territory to give them. That's gonna put it down around the one, I believe. Let's see. There. On the far end down there, it's hard to tell from here. They're going to set up that yardage marker on. Well, maybe it's a little better than we thought. It's going to be on about the two, maybe. Got to watch out here. Not get caught in that end zone. So they do place it at the two, and they're going to hand to Hunter. Hunter's going to break through and get outside the ten. and going to be near a Fort Payne first down. Woo, a big play by Hunter. Good blocking on that left side, and again, that's just uh, you know we're just thinking protect, pr protect, and don't turn it over. Don't let anything crazy happen. And just starts out with a good pickup for a first down. Well, Hunter finishes the third quarter with 15 carries for 112 yards, and after three period quarters of play, it's Southside 21, Fort Payne 20. We'll be back for the fourth quarter in one minute. The weather gets colder. Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. 
The Times-Journal, DeKalb County's oldest newspaper, strives to keep the community informed on government meetings, school activities, sports, civic clubs, events, and more. They publish three days a week and have a readership of over 18,000 people with each publication. They also produce the DeKalb Living Magazine, another popular Times-Journal publication, and their website, timesjournal.com, is one of the most viewed sites in Northeast Alabama. The Times-Journal is a huge local supporter of all our area. Owner Patrick Graham and publisher Tricia Dunn wish Fort Payne and DeKalb County teams a wonderful season. Well, I saw some people down below us say they were leaving. How do you leave a game that's this close? Well, unless you're having an app, uh, unless you got appendicitis, I don't know why you'd leave. <laughs> Here we go, Fort Payne with the ball, first and 10. Hunter again's got him, fighting his way across the 15 to the 17-yard line. Pick up a four. It'll be second down and a long six. They're going to take it, going to fake it. J.D.'s going to keep it. Not much room there, but he gets away from him, cuts outside the 20, and he's going to be short of the first by about a yard. Looked like he was going to be caught for no gain and able to slip the tackle and going to come up about a yard shy of the first down. I'd rather, much rather have the third down and one than it would look like it's going to be third and about five. So we may see Hunter on this one again. You know, they'll be keying on him. They're going to hand it to Hunter. Hunter's going to slant to the right. He's got to get upfield, Hunter, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds short of the first down. He's going to punt? Nope. Yeah, we are. We're going to kick it away. I don't think we were paying attention where we were because uh -huh. he, he could have cut that up. Uh, a little sooner, and looked like he would had been an easy first down for Hunter. Yeah, he lost about a half yard, so now we're going to have to kick the ball away. Oh, he'll put a driving kick, driving them back. They're just going to back away from him. It's going to take a huge mm, Fort Payne bounce. Goodness. Can we get to it before it gets in the end zone? We do. We downed it inside the five. They're going to mark it right on the five. From the 21 to the five, 76 yarder. I believe that flipped it, didn't it? But now we've got to stop them. They've been kind of on their series, though, Britt, this second half. Or they've been kind of hot and cold. They come out and do yeah, they, well. Then, Yeah, they came out early in that first possession and tried to run. I don't know if they felt confident with that run, but uh, had good field position. Rich in his own end zone, looks, throws a little side out. Caught over there on the knee, going to break free down the sideline, going to have the first down. So they're going to get out of trouble on one play out there. But as well as Rich throws, I feel like they wasted that first possession of the uh, second half um, just by not throwing with him. But that's the only time they have not been productive when they started running it more than they were throwing it because he is uh, super productive throwing the ball. So first and 10 from their 20-yard line. Hand it to Davis. Davis trying to get up a little momentum. He's going to pick up about four out to the 24. It'll be second down and six. 
Boy, I'm afraid that play down there on Hunter failing to get that first down is going to come back to bite us. Dubose made the tackle for the Cats. Second down and six. You need them to turn this one over again. Rich looking, throwing again. That little out caught by number one again. He's going to be a little short of the first down. Like I said, they go to Cody Roberts whenever they need something. Seth Williams again on the tackle. Going to be a couple yards shy of the first down, according to the markers. So third down and two. Stop here, and chances are we get the ball back. High snap. They're going to hand to Williams. He's hit and stood right up, and he's not going to get it. Woo! Dubose again on the tackle, and they're going to look at fourth and still almost two. Boy, they hit, stood him up just as soon as he got it, Brett. Yeah, that that front, those front guys have really done a good job the second half. A lot of pressure uh, defending the run well. And Davis has not been very productive this second half for sure. Yep, got to get to the 30 for the first. And let's see, are they going to go for it here on their own 28-yard line in a one-point game with nine minutes to go in the game, or at least in regulation? Ooh, talking about a gamble here if you go, oh, I just can't envision them doing it. And then with the lead. They're still shifting personnel in and out. And like I said, the punter is the quarterback, so they're going to drop Rich. They faked it one time. Let's see. Now he's going to put a toe into it. And nobody, Fort Payne has nobody back. It's going to take a sideways bounce, and Fort Payne's going to have it at their 28-yard line. So Fort Payne again with a chance. That win. Yep. Everybody. Thank goodness that uh, failure to get that first down on that Hunter run that last series didn't hurt us, at least yet. So we'll come out to about the 29. How can that wind blow everything in the and the flag is not moved? I, know. I mean, he's not moved. No. Here we go. Going to give to Hunter. Hunter shifts the ball around, just falls forward to the 30, a gain of one. Just nothing there that time. Parsons made the tackle for Southside. Fort Payne quickly. Well, that was a little lightning I saw back over across the visiting stands, or if I'm just hallucinating. <laughs> Here we go. J.D. looks, throws, cross the middle, has a receiver, got a curl cash with it, and he's going to come up about a half yard shy of the first down, I believe, looking from this angle. Looked like he had the first down, but when he tried to come curl back, he didn't. They're going to move the chains. First down, Fort Payne. Here we go, J.D. under center as things are flying around up here, the wind of Bowen. They're going to hand off to Hunter. Hunter cuts mm. up the middle, has an open, 50, 45, 40, 35, 25, 15, and brought down inside the 10. Well, we've been waiting for it. That gives Hunter over 150 yards easily on the nine. 58 on top of his. He had 12 at one point. That's 170 and probably more. I mean, he was never touched till the end. What a block up front. Just some 
Big hole by that front line. Good job, offensive line. 175, they're going to hand it again. He's going to slant to the near side. They're going to bring him down, though, at the 10. A loss of a couple. He's got to be sucking wind <laughs> after that long run. And tried to do a run out to the sideline right after that. Yeah, you'd think they might have uh, had somebody else in that time for Hunter. So second down now in goal from, uh, we'll call it the nine-yard line. They're going to fake it. J.D.'s going to keep it. He's at the 10. He's at the 5. Touchdown, J.D. Oh, that play's worked a few times has, tonight has, pretty, has, hasn't it? it that has. cut back. I knew it was finally going to do that also. That was just a good, just fake that. Run, we've run that uh, power play on that far side several times, and that's, I just love that play call. J.D. does a really good job of it, too, because he runs so hard. So Fort Payne now retakes the lead with 6.59 to go here in the fourth quarter. Alex will, won't come in this time. We're going to go for two. Try to get a seven-point lead. Right now it's 21-26. No reason not to go for two. They're bunched all in there. J.D. under the line of scrimmage there under the center. There's going to be a whistle. Did the clock run? Clock run out, I believe. I think uh, Coach Elmore called Did we get a time? Timeout. Time Fort Payne, we'll be back for the two-point, and there's a flag comes out. Maybe it was the clock, though, but Coach got the timeout. We'll be back in a minute. Hey, friends, this is Andy White down here at Bobby Ledbetter's Twin City Used Cars in Fort Payne, Alabama. I uh, just want to tell everybody what a great inventory we have down here. We're looking forward to people coming down here and shopping with us. I've got any make or model you can think of. I've got Cadillac, I've got Mini Coopers, I've got Toyotas, I've got Nissan. I've just got a bunch of vehicles down here. Listen, if you need financing, i got great financing up to 84 months through some of our banks. We've got great interest rates going right now. And I just want to invite everybody down here to come see us at Twin City. We're located at 1015 Golf Avenue South in beautiful downtown Fort Payne, Alabama. You can shop us on the web at TwinCityUsedCars.com or just give us a call. 256-844-2210. Looking forward to seeing you guys down here. Well, we're going for two. We're going to try to get a seven-point lead as the whistle blows. And everybody's bunched up in that middle there. And let's see what we do. J.D.'s not under center. They're going to direct snap to Hunter. He's going to go left and right in there. Good. Two-point conversion. Hunter loves. Look like Manning from Scottsboro. That's just, you know, you get that power. Just uh, another good good play call. And just Wildcat direct snap there to Hunter. And hard to stop. Well, 6.59 to go. It's, we've now tied, or gone up by a touchdown, 28-21. Then we have a flag against Southside, and I guess it'll be assessed on the kickoff, but whoopee. I mean, you know. <laughs> Did they have Goodman in? As a blocker. Yeah, 265 pounds, the Goodman in there for the block. They had their big guys up there, and I don't think Hunter needed them, though, really, that time. He just took that and romped right in there for the Two-point conversion, Fort Payne now leads by seven. Yeah, this team's babblers. I mean, they do. They just battle. No matter what the score is, uh, they're out there battling. Fort Payne will kick off from the south side, 45. 
Yeah, we'll kick off from the fourth. I guess we could do it right here. What would you have to lose doing another onside kick? Well, yeah, you're going to do it, but you wouldn't have much to give up. You're already on their 45. Yeah, I'm not saying they probably won't do it, but, you know, maybe if we hadn't already once tonight, this would be the time to do it. Yeah, but you know they got to be thinking about it, though. They've got a pretty good front line this time, and we'll just kick this sucker away. <laughs> so they'll have it at their own 20. They've got to go 80 yards to tie this one up with 6.59 to go here in the regulation. And the homecoming game at Wildcat Stadium. Fort Payne trying to secure their second, we think for sure, their second place finish in the region if we can take home the win tonight. Yeah. Yep, it was a direct oh, wow, cap. <laughs> Mark Ingram. Yep. yep, there you go. Here we go. Rich, again, will take the snap. They're going to throw. Looks. No pressure. Goes and overthrows everybody, and Fort Payne had the best chance to catch the ball. A good coverage by Cam. He, he sniffed that one out and knew it was coming. They're trying to make up for some. Shows his arm, though. Rich got a good arm thrown into the wind. Yeah, well, let's see if they go back to those. Real quick, tosses about 12 yards downfield instead of trying to go for so much. That's where they've really been successful. Those darts he's thrown. Davis again with Rich looking, throwing over the middle and dropped that time by number one, their go-to guy, Cody Roberts. So they're facing a big third down. Third down and 10 to go. It looked like they had it set up pretty good. Here we go, third down and 10. Rich with the snap again, drops back, looks, wants to go down the middle and overthrows this guy again. And once again, they go to number one, trying to get Roberts and just simply overthrew him. Fourth and 10. Seth Williams was back for the Cats. So, you know, look on fourth and ten, you know they got to punt the ball away. And still 6.44 to go in the game, so that's the logical thing for them to do is Cam will be back at the 50-yard line for Fort Payne. Everybody's shifting around here. A little bit of pressure. He gets it away. Cam's just going to let it take a bounce. It goes straight up in the air and back inside their territory at the 49. Not real effective punt. What was it, about a 25-yarder or even? Yeah, the wind again got it and just knocked it straight down. Cam, not even a chance to field it. So Fort Payne, great field position at their 49-yard line. We're almost in field goal position already. And you'd think a field goal would really put it away with 6.44 to go here in the fourth. J.D. again under center. Turns going to hand to Hunter. Hunter juggles it a little, finds an opening down to the 45, a pickup of four. And there's a hold on the play. He has a flag. It makes me think of hold anyway. No offsides. Huh. 
Yep, yep. Chop block. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I believe that's what it was. Those signals look about the same, don't they? Hunter got just up in the line. That flag hit him on the back of the cleats. Makes you think of a, make a, a hold. But, uh, yeah, that, that hurt us there. Well, now they're going back another five. Woo, it's going to be first and 25. All the way back at the 36. Yep, that hurts. Here we go. Going to turn. Going to hand it off. Making the turns 24, and there's a flag coming in. I think Fort Payne may be hit with something else. Dubose didn't get anything, and let's see what this one is. Well, we're going in the wrong direction. The way Coach Elmore uh, reacted on the sideline, it's against Fort Payne. Holding Fort Payne. Marcus back another. 10-yard line. Now we're back at the 26, and we started in their territory at the 49-yard line, and now we're all the way back to our own 26. <laughs> 36 needed for the first down, first and 35, actually. Man, and the clock's not ran a whole heck of a lot, just inside six minutes. But we're taking our time. Play clock down inside seven. J.D. High snap going to hand it off. And kept it. Is. Faked it and kept it. He breaks free. The 40. Midfield cuts again at the 40. The 30. The 20-yard line and knocked out of bounds. Man, what a fake on that one. Ain't hard to fool me, but it didn't fool them. 48-yard scamper by J.D. and Fort Payne just like that has a first down. First and 35 and breaks up the first. And thank goodness no flags on this one. It's bad when you run 35 yards and you just get to the first down mark. Yeah. <laughs> Huge play for Fort Payne. All the way down to their 28-yard line. First and 10, J.D. under center. Hands to Hunter. Hunter's going to get hit and knocked down immediately. Nothing there on that time, Kerry. May have lost uh, back to the 30. Loss of one. You're going to have to start taking his yards away from him. You know, I'd nearly run that bootleg till they started honoring, honoring J.D. again, then start giving it back to Hunter. Yeah. <laughs> kind of flip-flop it. But uh, that play's really worked well tonight. It has. really good play, Colin. Cam to the near side. Also Cash on that side. The go to Hunter. They had him around the ankles. He avoids the tackle. He's at the 25. Still going forward down near the 22. And he did stay in bounds, which is another bonus. Clock keeps running. Like I said, we were well in field goal shape. We think a field goal here would maybe ice the game for Fort Payne. Of course, we could pick up a touchdown be better, wouldn't it? So it's third down and four. Again, the Cats taking their time as they'll break the huddle with about 10 seconds on the play clock. 
going to hand to Hunter. Hunter's going to push forward, trying to get a little momentum there, and they're going to stand him up when he gets down to about the 20-yard line. Might have got a little inside the 20. Yeah, they're going to give him the 19. So it's going to be fourth down and one. Kick it or going for it on fourth and one? Well, you think pretty much a field goal would ice the game, but. Got that big package in, too. The yeah, goal they do. Fourth and the scoreboard shows almost two. Again, they're going to come out of the line here and look over to the sideline and see what we're going to do. Two seconds, one second, and Fort Payne will call timeout. We'll see what we do when we come back in one minute. We are more than a hospital. We are a community. And we are there for you. Local care when you need it. For more information and specialties, visit DeKalbRegional.com. Well, a 37-yard field goal from Alex will maybe ice this game away. It would give the Cats a 10-point lead with three minutes to go. And good snap, good hold, kick is up, and the kick is no good. Well, I'm kind of stunned. That one looked as good as what I, anything I've seen. But I... The folks are going crazy over on the south side sidelines. I don't know. I didn't, did the motion where it missed? Was I didn't. That's wide what I missed. That. I think it must have been wide right. I yeah, know. must have been. Well, now you <laughs> I guess now you're second-guessing whether you should have went for the first, but uh, I think that was the play right there. When you got the number one rated kicker in his class in the country, you go for it. You go for the field goal. So, so they got it at their 20, 2.56 to go. They trail by a touchdown, and they're going to look, going to throw to that left side, have a receiver, and he drops it again right in his hands and drops by Alden Battles, second down and 10. I think they're feeling the pressure a little bit. Yeah, now. that's yeah, that's what I was going to say. You hit that on the head. I think there's a little more at stake now. There's, you know, if they're up by seven or ten, that's probably a catch. And they're going to run the option left. Going to pitch back to Davis. Davis has an opening. Fort Payne stops him suddenly out there, and he's going to be short of the first. Pickup of about seven. It's going to be third down and three. Leighton Crow made the tackle. Here we go quickly. They're going to do a little toss out to the sideline. Fort Payne's got to stop him. Couldn't get him before he picks up the first down. They went to that little sideline quick out like we've tried a couple of times and not didn't really do a good job with it tonight, but they did it. And Did they pick up the first down? No, he ran out of bounds before he could get to it. So it is fourth down and one. Boy, I thought he went inside that marker. Or outside of it, actually. Yeah, he's... Actually, what, a yard short? Yeah, so another fourth down. Of course, they got to go for it now with 2.20 to go. 
Rich with the snap. He's just going to kick it and roll left. He's got his first down. Breaks the tackle. Leaps over. Has the sideline. He's at midfield. He's at the 40, the 35, and knocked out of bounds. Darwin Camp finally got out there and knocked him out of bounds, along with 44 was down there also. And a big play. Oh, well, thank goodness. They're going to mark it way back upfield, all the way at the 43-yard line. Wow, what a break. Still gets the first down, but now instead of being deep in Fort Payne territory, they're at their own 43-yard line, and whistles sound. And Fort Payne's going to use their last timeout. 2.16 to go. We're up by seven. We'll be back in one minute. gets colder, Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors has you covered. We offer a wide selection of top name brands for the winter season, such as Patagonia, On, Barber, and many more. Shop for family, or maybe a little gift for yourself. We have something for her, him, and the kids. This winter season, shop Fort Payne Footworks and Outdoors. Shop local. Open seven days a week, located on Fort Payne Main Street. Southside with three timeouts left, have it first and 10. They're going to break Davis up the middle again. He'll cross midfield down to the Fort Payne 49, picks up almost eight. It'll be second down now and two or three. They're going to mark it back at the 50, so second down and three after a seven-yard game. The Southside has three timeouts left in just under two minutes to go in the game. Rich again throws to the sideline, caught over there by number eight, Alden Battles, and he'll step out of bounds after the first down is made. You know, I really, Brett, don't understand why they ever go away from that pass when they decide to pass. You know, it's been so successful for them. Yeah, it has. It has. So the first and 10 from the Fort Payne 43. Rich again looks, hits the runner out of the backfield, Davis. Got loose on the sideline, cuts it back in the middle. Now back to the sideline. It's going to be down near the 20-yard line, a big gain of 13. Make it a 23-yard gain. Again, Fort Payne's big, uh, the biggest production they've had on against that pass is a lot of pressure, and, and Southside's picking up on it, so they just run the screen, and it works well. So they mark it on the 21, 145 to go on the game clock. Fort Payne's up 28 to 21. Going to hand off again to Davis. Still falling forward down to the 15-yard line. Well, hey, that was a fast six yards he picked up. And they mark it back now to the 16. So, a gain of five, second and five. Clock still runs. 120 to go in the football game. And again, they still have three timeouts left. Looking, looking, looking. Going to hand off to Davis on the sweet left. Mm. They're going to get by the ankles and stop him short of the first down by maybe a couple of yards. 
Heisman Brown in on the tackle as we're coming down on one minute to go here in regulation. Third down and almost three. You need a big stop here on third down and three. Quarterback going to keep it and going to roll left. Darts up the middle. He's not going to have the first, I don't think. Well, he's right at it. He's got to get to the 10, let's see. Will Green made the tackle. Did he get the first? Yep, they're going to move the chains. Boy, he barely got the first. So it's got to be first and goal, and they're going to throw out to the left side. The runner's going to make the grab. The receiver and breaks a tackle, breaks another tackle, and dives for the pylon. Did he get in? Nope. Nope, they're going to stop and say they stopped him short. And they're going to mark it at the three, and they're going to call a timeout. Boy, they they ran that one quick before the officials even ready yeah, for the they, play. They didn't even have the sticks moved. No. So Southside's going to call the timeout, and there's 29.7 seconds to go here in regulation. Fort Payne up by seven, but Southside's got a second and goal to go from around the three-yard line. Oh, we need a big defensive stop here. And uh, I guess it's not too early to talk if they do score. I, I see them going for two, or do you think they'll tie it up? That will be interesting. Yeah. Here we go. Second down and goal to go from the three-yard line. Michael Rich, the quarterback, he's going to take Oof. a high snap, going to fake it, going to keep it, and they'll get into that back zone. Tackled him behind the line of scrimmage back at the six-yard line. Dubose came in and made the stop. Southside will use their second timeout. So they'll have one left, and it ends up the ball placed down at the seven, a loss of four. Man, this one's coming down to the wire. So now it's going to be third and goal from the seven-yard line. One time out. Yep, they have the one timeout remaining 22 seconds on the board. It's about where we were last week, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd much rather go against, I think, in this situation, against this quarterback than I had at Scottsboro's before he was injured last week. Yeah, I believe that high snap disrupted that Slowed play. Him up. Yeah, it did. It, he lost a step or two from just in the snap. Here we go. Third down and goal to go from the six-yard line. We'd be surprised if he put this in the air. He gets it, looks, looks, wants to throw, being pressured. Going to break free on that left side. Stop, sets up, throws for the end zone. It's caught over there, but was he inbounds? No signal, no signal. Let's see. Looks like they're going to say touchdown. Did he not? Well, he may not have caught it, man. It may have not been for the touchdown. Boy, the fans over there were going crazy for Southside. And, I mean, we can't be any further away, but it is fourth down. He didn't make the end zone. I'm sorry. Yeah. Southside, folks, are 13, 14 seconds to go. The ball is on the third down, fourth down. 
and they're going to use their timeout. We're still kind of wondering what's going on, if it was a score or not, and they're I going just, for two. I just think he caught the ball. I think he had possession when he went out mm-hmm. of bounds. I think he went on – I think because the defender and him both went out. Uh, they were in the end zone. It was – but I could be wrong because it's, it's as far as I can see across through there. I never did see a touchdown indication. No, they still got fourth down over there. The scoreboard don't know what's going on either. They have no down, then but three to go. So like that might be going for the two-point conversion. No. So I don't understand it. Well, and they, they did put the touchdown on the board. The scoreboard shows 28 to 27, so they do count it for touchdown. That's how much I know, yeah. So here we go. They're going for two. This is the game right here and more likely. They're going to get the quarterback. It's going to be hit. No good. Fort Payne's going to win. Who got him? Hunter Love does it all. He got through there and buried the quarterback. Man, he was through quickly. So a 14.7 seconds to go in the game. Fort Payne keeps the lead 28 to 27. Wow, wow. Man, we never did see, still didn't see the indication of a touchdown, and they kept the yardage marker lit with fourth down over there. But they put the points on the scoreboard, and they fell on their two-point conversion. And what a football game. Yeah, you think there'll be a, certainly there'll be an onside kick coming up. Try for Southside. And they're going to send Hunter out there this time to receive the kick, which, like I said, I think he's just out there preventing anything return yeah. on the onside. Yeah, I think we got every receiver on the roster here on the hands team. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. That's pretty exciting, Roger, since I didn't have a clue they scored. Well, I didn't, none of us <laughs> couldn't see it. And I never saw a touchdown arm raised. I knew the crowd over there reacted like it was a touchdown. But until they put the points on the board, we were, didn't know for sure. Yeah, and they were still showing fourth down. The ball was still backed yeah. up. I, it's, uh... So De La Bosse will, I'm sure, attempt the onside kick. They have no option but to do that. probably is with the receivers. We've got most of our receivers up here on the hands team. Our, well, normally you do when you feel like they're kicking it deep. Here we go. Not. It's a blocked up in there. And let's see, with the offsides, I believe. Flag on the yep, it procedure against Southside. South so that'll move it back. And we'll see what happens again. Man, anybody that likes football had a fantastic game to watch tonight. It's a good one. Yeah, if we hold on, second place should be in the books for the Cats in the region. 
behind Oxford. Who, whew, it's, uh, at least they'll be uh, coming to Wildcat Stadium. We won't have to go over there. Here we go again on the onside attempt. Again, they barely make contact. They picked it up way too early, and the flag's going to come out. Yep, they touched the ball way before it went 10 yards. So Fort Payne's going to win this one and go, what, 6-1 on the season and five and what would be now, 4-0 four, four in the region. So we're standing out there. They're still having some discussion about something. Still with 14.7. To go, Larry, any stats that stands out to you before you fold your tent? Good job there by the Fort Payne offense. Uh, you said Love had 170 plus yards. Yep. And uh, JD had uh, 87, I think it was. Nothing official, and there's even them making the official sign, giving it to Fort Payne. Okay, boys, we can put the ball down and run the clock out. Well, here we go, first and 10, so Fort Payne will just take a knee and take home a big win for Fort Payne. Next week, Pell City. Pell City, I think, has only won one game as Fort Payne takes the knee. The clock begins to run down inside 10 seconds. And I'm anxious to see what Coach has to say about this one, but a big win by Fort Payne, and it had a little of everything, Brett. Yeah, very exciting. It's, I mean, you hit it on the head a while ago. If you didn't see this game, it's uh, you've missed something because what a what a super game. Two 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 weeks of good games. Scottsboro game was a really good oh. one, but this one really, I don't know the pressure. There was so much pressure uh, on Southside to get in, and they drove the field and proved themselves. But the Wildcats stand up and hold them there at the goal line. Yeah, I'd like to see a breather somewhere down the line now. Maybe next week at Pell City. Yeah, wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you what, it's, it seems like it's been week after week, but uh, we uh, have really done a good job in these region games. It wasn't no, no chance to take your or catch your breath tonight. A little of everything went on. And I'm telling you, it was a back and forth game. And fortunately, Fort Payne made the big play. And I mean, golly, what can you say about Hunter? He had the yards rushing, then he had the big tackle on the two-point conversion. And, Hunter just has to be your player of the game, I would think. Yeah, he's he again. He had a great game and uh, carried the load for sure for the Wildcats. And JD had another good game and a lot of good blocking up front. And uh, the defense comes out second half and, and and makes a really good stand against this really great quarterback in Rich for Southside. You know that he had quite a few balls dropped that you know and they were right there and his receivers just dropped them. Then I thought at times, Brett, they went away from what they did so well and tried to do other things that. They might have been better served by, you know, doing what's working. Yeah, they lost a possession or two coming right back out in the, in the second half. They went to the run or, or relied on it more. Um, with a quarterback like Rich, you, you would think they would keep up, keep doing what they were doing to be productive. But uh, they went back to it, of course, mid to the end of the third quarter. And who would have thought Alex would have missed that field goal? And look at all the drama that followed. If he had hit the field goal, it would have put it away with 10-point lead. 
there with just a few minutes to go in the game, but by him missing it, look at all the drama. Yeah, it's a, a just just a huge kick, and uh, uh, Alex has done a great job all season. And you know, I, I guess we feel like he's going to kick 100%. But you know, the, the angle we had up here, I don't know how close it was or how far out it was, but from here, it it looked as good as anything he's kicked. And like you said, you could see the wind down on the field was just going crazy. Yeah, yeah, probably so, a huge factor. Had a big part of it, I'm sure. So as we mentioned earlier, we'll be heading down to Pell City next week to take a Pell City team on that's only, uh, I think they've, well, I don't know how they did this week, but going into the week, they'd only won one game. And that's really not like Pell City. Yeah, Pell City's usually got a good team, and you can't you can't really look over them. And uh, we've had these two weeks in a row that's been so big, and that's that's even more of a reason to look over them or have kind of a downfall. So we'll have to watch ourselves going into Pell City next Friday. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, like I said, they'd love to pull off an upset. And with the way their season is going, that would just really make them feel a heck of a lot better if they could upset Fort Payne. The team's still down to our right having their little talk from Coach Elmore, and I'm sure he's uh, – uh, give them a boatload of praise down there as they fought to the bitter end and able to bring home the win. And uh, the uh, linebackers, really, we're going to talk about defense. And look at all the plays the linebackers were having to make tonight because they were uh, getting in their secondary quite frequently. And, of course, a lot of those plays the linebackers were making uh, – was getting in their backfield. Yeah, he. They made us. Southside definitely made us play each position, uh, good to perfection or near perfection because we were ever everybody was isolated. They spread the field so well, and uh, that secondary did a really good job. And even when when they were uh, being so effective passing the ball, there was very few plays. We got a, we've had some you know a couple couple uh, hiccups there in the secondary. We've got a couple of guys wide open, but. Uh, as a whole, it looked like we played fairly good. Just a just good passing by Rich again. The coach having a little bit of a prolonged talk with the team down there on their end zone to our right. And after all this, now finally, uh, Grit, the flag is flying around down there. It's been still all night, but yet the down on the field, the wind has been pretty steady. And I think that played a part in that missed field goal as well as maybe some of those passes going incomplete for Southside. So let's see if Coach is about to wind things up. Let's see if we can sneak in another 30-second commercial here before Coach gets to the mic.
Well, the coach has broken up his little speech with the team after and going to head our way, and we'll see what coach had to think about tonight's game. Uh, boy, he's these last-second wins are going to be wearing on him, you'd think, Brad. I'm sure he'd like a little easy breather one of these games. Yeah, we're asking for some relief up here. I, you know, the week in, week out, especially these last several games, we've had some good close games, and uh, he's probably ready to relax himself. <laughs> oh, me, I'm telling you, I know things are a lot better with the outcome uh, with us taking home the win, but it's got to be tearing on his nerves, these last-second endings. But the people are getting their money's worth. That's one thing for sure. you got to feel proud for these Wildcat players who really just they'll go out there and lay it all out. Webb's getting Coach all mic'd up here. He'll get his headset on him where he can hear what we have to say. All right. All right, Coach. Uh, these last second wins, uh, are they beginning to tear on your nerves? Man, I'm having a hard time hearing y'all for some reason. Uh, say that again one time, one time. I said these last second wins, they beginning to wear on your nerves a little uh, bit. I can assure you, who made it tonight? Everybody make it tonight? Are we missing anybody up there? Yeah, we're here. Got Brett and Scott? Uh, we only got Brett tonight. Oh, Scott, he couldn't handle it. Uh, <laughs> I can assure you, uh, it's not by design. That's what I was told. I don't know if my heart can take me any more of these. I'm not that old, but I, I'm, I'm, I don't know if I can take me any more of these. But uh, what, a, what a great way to win again. And uh, Again, I'm sure we did a million things wrong, but, but at the end of the day, our kids are finding a way to win, and I guess at the end of the day, it's all that matters, so we're proud of them for that. Well, we knew, Coach, the field goal, if we'd have made it, that, that would have pretty much put the game away, and I don't know if it was the wind or what kept Alex from making the field goal, but a heck of a lot of drama after that point. Yeah, of course, you know, the offense was begging me to go for it, but you're sitting there and you got the best kicker in the country, and that's a chip shot for him, and, you know, he just pushed it a little bit. It happens, even the best in the, in the, in the world. Missed one occasionally, and uh, it might have been how windy it was, I don't know. Uh, but I think that was the right thing to do. Could have put us up 10, uh, but it didn't. And uh, our defense, you know, like I said, uh, we didn't stop them, but we did stop the two-point play, uh, which, which was the most important thing. Coach, just another great game. And it looked like that second half, the, that defensive front, uh, some of those Dubos and a couple of those guys putting a little added pressure on that quarterback and, and gave him some havoc. Yeah, you know, uh, we said all week they're hard to defend. Seven's a good player, and, and so is the number eight. And I uh, thought we did a pretty good job containing number two, Cornell, for a while, for most of the game. But if you give him time, they, they can get open, and it was uh, uh, it was tough to cover them. But I felt like you said we got some pressure on them in the second half, and that's what happened on the two-point play. A little bit of a high snap, we got pressure. Guy was open, but we got pressure. He couldn't get the ball to him, so that was a big play. Well, you saw Hunter and him get through that line quick, and uh, – uh, Hunter just came through on both sides of the ball again tonight. Yeah, we had trouble running it early. We got in some better formations the second half. Sometimes with our run game, you just got to you got to kind of uh, pick and kind of keep hunting and pecking a little bit and find the right formation. And we found, found the right formation is not something we'd really practiced all week, but it was good for them for what they were trying to do to us and uh, and got some big runs there in the second half. And then we we put in a little quarterback counter this week with JD, and that was a big play in the game. We that, we hit them on that several times. So. Uh, you know, uh, thankfully we had those two two things in the second half because we were having a hard time moving it. And I guess the wind just made it difficult to throw tonight. I mean, we just uh, thought, you know, we had Cam single coverage a lot, and we and we tried to uh, we tried to hit him on the hitch several times, but JD was just a little bit off. And I mean, it's obviously really windy down here, so that's probably part of it. 
Well, Coach, we think it probably gave us or assured us a second place in the region now in the home at field advantage. Yeah, that pretty much locks up second. I don't think anybody can catch us for second. So, uh, you know, uh, next week we've got Pell City. But then at the end of the day, uh, no matter what happens next week, uh, we'll play Oxford for the region championship here in two weeks. And, uh, you know, the winner will be the one, the loser will be the two. So that's what I just got done telling them is, you know, if you're really a competitor, Oxford's got a great team, obviously. They're phenomenal. But uh, we hadn't even watched them on film, but I just know they got a great team. And, uh, but if you're a competitor, what would you rather have? But then we said that last year when Pinson came in here. But you got the defending uh, state champs coming to your place and uh, late October. So what a great night. And we'll get ready for Pell City next week, and then uh, that'll be exciting down the road. With that finish that we pretty much know we have now, the talk's going to come to playoffs. And who do we cross over with, Coach, in that first round? Say it again. I'm sorry, Roger. Who will we cross over with in the first uh, round of the we'll playoffs? I think we'll Gardendale probably. Gardendale are minor. Uh, the, the, they, they're going, I think Gardendale won last night more than likely. They will be the three and minor will be the four. So basically, uh, the winner of our game with Oxford will play minor and the loser would play Gardendale. That's how that would work. Uh, unless something else crazy happens down there. But that's kind of how we look at it. Is either a rematch with Gardendale uh, or minor would be coming up here. Well, I know you're going to have an excited field house now tonight after the game. Congratulations to you and to all the players. And, you know, we just never give up. And uh, it's exciting. The people are getting their money's worth. They're getting their money's worth. Uh, if they didn't come tonight because of the weather, they, they missed out on a good one again. But uh, just, uh, you know, again, our kids are resilient. And I can't say enough about, you know, just the, 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 the fight in them that they just keep finding a way to make things happen. It, it doesn't look pretty all the times, but we made it, made it happen when we needed to. Coach, I got several people who are going to start checking with you on the weather. So since you did such a good job this week. <laughs> well, I might have messed up on the wind. I wasn't factoring <laughs> that. But uh, uh, we did look out on the rain. I felt like that's what would happen. I don't guess we got to drop a rain all night. But the wind uh, was a big deal. Um, you know, but I'm glad we had to win the fourth quarter. I think that was a factor in the game, really, to be honest with you, us having to win the fourth quarter. So that was big that we had that because it, uh, it did make things easier in the fourth quarter. Well, congratulations again, Coach. And we'll see you again next week down in Pell City. All right. Thank you. Well, that's going to wrap it up here from Wildcat Stadium where the Cats are going to take home a 28-27 win over the Southside Panthers. And, Brett, two weeks in a row, you just heart, just pumping at the end and not knowing who's going to win until the clock goes uh, to double zero. Yeah, like Coach said, it's been a lot of pressure two weeks in a row and two games that really matter. It's, it's different if, if one of them may not be a conference game, but putting both of them in the in the regional brackets, uh, two huge games. And, I mean, I don't know how it can get more exciting. Well, again, our final score here from homecoming at Wildcat Stadiums, the Fort Payne Wildcats.